Karuna. Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday the 7th of April 2019. I'm your host Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Get ready for E3. And Robert Kemp. But get ready. A whole two months to get ready, haven't we? That's not that long at all. It's coming. <laughs> Rapidly approaching your face. It's like four more podcasts. Maybe is three, it, depending on that long. Yeah. Right. Do, do we like, expect things to ramp up in the approach? Like because nowadays well, all the conference yeah, type it, things happen before the thing. So yeah, mm. well, we, there'll be stuff probably happening on Thursday of the week. Well, so yeah. <laughs> if we do do a podcast, they might even become. They might actually happen before our podcast. Conferences are spreading out a bit, aren't they? Or not happening at all. <laughs> in some or cases. not happening at all. Yeah. <laughs> Does it no? Well, we're going to get a Sony State of Play. And not a conference? Is that is that what's happening? Yes, and not really an EA conference, but just a thing that EA do coincidentally oh, at the yeah. same time as E3 is happening. Yeah, well, <laughs> as much as EA's press conferences have been garbage forever. Yep. Um, yep. We haven't but they had Pele. <laughs> well, they, they did have Pele, and they did have Douche McCock. Um, what about Hoop God? <laughs> and, <laughs> and Hoop God, yeah. <laughs> your, your your friend's the hoop guard. Yeah. Scan his face into the game. <laughs> Man. And sitting down talking about concept art for Anthem for half an hour. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. Interviews. Uh, now we know why. 30 minutes to Star Wars. <laughs> yep. Always 30 minutes to Star Wars. It, yeah, but they've... Okay, as much, yeah, as much as... There is some comedy in that, though, even if they were. <laughs> well, yes, that is, that is really the reason that you watch E3 stuff of the companies that you don't really care about their products for. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, how can they fuck this up this year? <laughs> so, but now they've replaced it with maybe a not conveniently consumable set of live streams, right? <laughs> consumable. Consumable. <laughs> By us consumers. Because, like, you know, do you reckon they're going to put out some kind of like here's the news bullet points? I'm sure they will. That or they're just going to run these streams and like embrace Weed Three. But... No, I'm sure there'll be a variety of different summaries that you can get in a variety of different ways. Because <laughs> I don't want to rely entirely on just one point of advertising. <laughs> no, I guess we'll be we'll be watching uh, IGN <laughs> news <laughs> that day, or you know. Just watch whatever giant bomb decides to talk over. Yeah, they, right. they'll have whatever to do something they talk over. Oh, it's going to be so weird, isn't it? Is there going to be a Google Stadia thing? Do you think? Or mm. uh, E3? Well, mm. yeah. They, I don't they know. Probably actually. announced that too. Well, I would say they probably announced it too late to do anything at E3, but they can easily do something at the same time as E3. <laughs> well, <laughs> they don't I have did. to be associated to E3 in any way. I don't reckon there'll be a show, but I reckon they might be on the floor. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. Because there's a lot of booth space going to spare now. Right, I guess. <laughs> I, I do recommend a, there was a recent um, parody, you know, from Video Game Donkey. He did a, a Nintendo Direct, but Microsoft, <laughs> which was funny. Recommend. <laughs> Microsoft haven't really tried a Direct, have they? They've done. No, they haven't. Have been, That's like, the only one who just but decided that... to stick to what they've been doing. Forever. That was why it was I mean, funny. It was like. What if they did a direct style thing? Yeah, they try and do their. Um, I suppose the major Nelson is the closest thing they have, but that's like weekly. Mm. Um, and yeah, but uh, um, do they do a lot, ins- right? Because they do. Well, yeah, the they do the inside weekly, and then they do a big show. They have, and they have the inside Xbox shows every now and then. 
Whereas Nintendo yeah. gave up on the big shows and just do these. Well, yeah, medium the, scale. In fairness, Microsoft's our king of the press conference, right? They're, they've got that. They are now. They're the only ones still doing it. So they're they're the ones ones <laughs> well, yeah, because they're so slick at it. Well, no, Microsoft I mean, they're still going to do it. They'll have to do a big one when there's a new console, right? Uh, yeah, Sony, yeah. surely, when the PlayStation uh, 5 is revealed. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Sony will probably do their own thing. They'll probably resurrect PSX. Um, yeah, it might not yeah, actually maybe. be at E3 again. Um, Can't wait yeah. for another $599. Because hopefully uh, now, because well, the last one was more. like... It probably will be, yeah. Yeah, because like, the last one was like making up for that and doing it in a good way with the PS4. But now that they're on top again, they'll go really hubristic again and do something stupid like that. <laughs> and then Microsoft will suddenly be like, hey, we've got games now. Yeah, and it will flip, keep flipping forever. <laughs> Maybe they'll build PSVR into the next console. Have it as a permanent thing, like the Connect was meant to be. <laughs> you know what? I was I was I was thinking mm. about the state of Xbox, like, and it's actually, you know, in a weird way, it's like it's quite parallel with the with the OG Xbox, isn't it? In that the you know pretty decent hardware, pretty decent services, pretty yeah, everything should be decent. Except actually, when you look at the original Xbox's lineup of games, other than stuff that was on Xbox Live that you couldn't really play anywhere else, well, that was the advantage, I guess. Yeah, yeah, not, not yeah. a huge amount. That was its thing, right? That's it's true. Like... It was their first try, though, to be fair. And they did have Halo and Halo Two, so you had to keep <laughs> using it. Oh, sure. You, like but exactly was... what you did, right? You, everyone in your student house had an OG Xbox and was networking they did. them together for that shit, primarily for Halo. <laughs> yeah, but that's. Yeah, I mean that's not fine in this day and age, but at the time it was fine to yeah, kind yeah. of have it just for one Def- series. Definitely had a had a niche. Um, I mean, people probably still get Nintendo consoles just for Mario and Zelda, but there's plenty oh, yeah. more. Well, it's like I that was, I was just it's sort of weird when I because uh, I, I got my OG Xbox out of the loft and. Uh, I opened it up and obviously there's all, like all my games are in that same box and alright let's have a look at it here and of course I'd removed Panzer from it because Panzer's behind me like ready right. to go on the Xbox One because it's backwards compatible and it's like what out of this pile am I actually likely to play right uh hmm maybe Outrun 2 hmm, hmm. <laughs> where the was Halo Radio on that was not on OG that, was it? I mean yeah. it was but I don't yeah. have a copy of that so okay. I'll have to try and so I've get got my... one Jet Set Radio Future Copy, that's, that's I the mean, obvious one. Because absolutely, yes, that would be there. Maybe Rally Sport Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, classic. Just to, just to see that would what be it terrible like. today. <laughs> yeah, but it will. And it's like, it's like, I have a slight interest in seeing like, oh yeah, that Unreal Championship 2 was weird. Mm, you might want yeah, to play that... one of the old ass versions of Forza. <laughs> I kind of... I kind of do want to play it more because the only one that was the Forza One was the only one on OG Xbox, right? And that was weird. And I kind of about two. Yeah, right? I kind of do want to see what what because that had some. So I looked at the because box, it was right? Sort of like MSR, but not quite. Well, which I is looked... why we like that was what disappointed us almost with the original Forza when they started. <laughs> Actually, doing Pro- that. Project Gotham One, I would I would see what that was like to play. PGI uh, One and Two are still still pretty great games. Um, I, I mean, they've aged a lot. Still you, I, I actually went back yeah. and watched some like gameplay footage of those on on YouTube, and yeah, they're old, <laughs> severely old. Sure, but I reckon they're still quite fun. Yeah, um, just because of the handling mechanics and things like that. It's um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm sort of just not quite sure what I'd run through that thing. It's true. It did make me. I did. Got to play through Blinks the Time Sweeper, obviously. <laughs> oh man. I don't think I ever played past the. Isn't there like a weird roadblock in that game? Like, like it becomes really difficult. To well, it's already pretty... pretty hard. Like in some ways. Yeah, because like, you have to do like very specific things in like specific orders, and like you have to get the right power ups at the right time, don't you? Because it has mm, that like that's right almost slot machine where you pick up the different symbols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And then you, <laughs> they they burn the symbols and you have to use the power, so you need the right amount of that power as well. Yeah, and get it right first time. Otherwise, you have to reload the level. Which was dumb for a time travel game. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> so, you have to do it perfectly the first time or just start over. No actual rewinding of time will help you because that's a power in the game that you don't have unless you have it. <laughs> that game was like a weird combination of strangely good and strangely bad. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how, where to like place it. <laughs> yeah. Like everything from like the art style and I don't know. There was some really good parts of it and the way everything was sort of wonky and not too polygonal and i mean it was was almost like a double fighting game in that aspect yeah kind of but it didn't have the it just didn't quite have the character of of like a a double fine game did it that's the thing and and so it's like it and i thought some of the ideas were cool it just didn't really just didn't really come together basically yeah none of us touched blinks too did we (laughs) i don't think i don't know if anyone did (laughs) There's something a bit anachronistic, isn't there, about Blinks? It's like he—he's he, like he should have existed a decade earlier. Well, that the idea was to give the Xbox a, a kind a of mascot. star mascot, yeah, right? Actually. And and all uh, what they got was Master Chief, which is like totally—I mean, it suits the Xbox. It's really yeah, weird. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All they have left, Master Chief, is yeah. Cortana, I guess. Yeah. Conquer. <laughs> Got that conquer live and reloaded. I might, I might go back to that because that's a, that's like they didn't they never re released that re release of it. You know, what I mean yeah. that that enhanced version because the version you get in rare replay is the N sixty four version. But technically, live and reloaded is still the best one. <laughs> technically, yeah, it's a weird console, the Xbox. I did order an um, an OSSC so I can actually use it though. Because, okay, long story short, I got it out of the loft to do that um, capacitor check thing that you're supposed to do with your original Xboxes. Like, yeah, do you know about this, Dan? No. Right, because yours might be susceptible. Well, I don't know um, where mine is actually. It's got to oh, be okay. around. I don't remember throwing <laughs> it away, but maybe my mum did. Because you had a fairly early one. Yeah. Um, so there's a I capacitor. Mean they were... They were. The... It wasn't that early. I mean, because they were horrendously expensive when they came out at, at launch. Yeah, yeah. But it, so when it, whenever it, but I, I I got like Halo and Jet Set Radio Future mm. when I bought. I think I bought it in like Comet in uh, Ipswich, uh, where where Ballo worked it. at one point. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So it wasn't an immediate launch, but it, it was reasonably, yeah, not far off. I mean, you, you had a Duke. I had a Duke. Yeah, I had a Duke. that's true. <laughs> Early enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, there's a there's a capacitor on the motherboard associated with maintaining enough power to run the system clock, like the you know, yeah, timekeeping yeah, clock, not the actual. Time going, yeah. uh, apparently, that thing degrades over time, uh, and 
it's filled with acid and acid on motherboard equals bad um so there's now's roughly around the time like you should be looking at it seeing what revision figuring out what revision of xbox you have and if you've got one of the older revisions because all but the very last are susceptible apparently right. um and the solution is just take that capacitor off you won't get accurate clock on the on the device but it will still work oh interesting makes sense so i thought i'd better check mine uh and the only surefire way to check what version you've got is is to check the BIOS number, um, which you have to do by firing up the dash. Um, there are some other things you can check the serial number and the manufacturer date, but they'll only, they'll only give you a rough guideline. So it's like, right, let's do this properly. Let's connect it all up. Let's figure out what it is before we open the thing up. I think I've got a 1.6 revision, which is fine. Mm. I mean, there's the like because I came in really late, like when it was like a 99 pound console, right? You know when when consoles used to be that, mm. um, so I, so I got a bit lucky, I think there. Um, but I can't check because I can't connect it to my new TV. I haven't got a connector that will plug into a modern TV. What was it like, SCART type thing? It's, yeah, it's SCART or composite. And you have no way to get that in. Interesting. Nope. <laughs> I've I've screwed myself a little bit for retro. That must be fairly recent um, that you can't get that kind of thing into a modern TV. Sure, I mean something. my last one had SCART and yeah. composite and component and all that stuff, but yeah, my my new one only has HDMI, um, so it's that's a bit of a bugger. So I ordered myself an OSSC, and so uh, when that eventually arrives, I I will be playing OG Xbox in crisp pixely goodness, <laughs> 4K. <laughs> 4K pixels! 4K scaling. <laughs> It'll be a thing of beauty. I will have to get myself a copy of JSRF because there's no, there's I no know, chance well, they're going to emulate that soon. no chance they're going to emulate that soon. You know, they, I, I've remembered the game that you need. The, the, mm. we, I bought Xbox, original Xbox for Halo, basically. Uh, I think you probably did as well, or Halo 2. Uh, but yeah, why Halo, did Zach Halo, buy an Halo Xbox? Halo 2 and Panzer were the ins for me. Oh, it was Burnout 3, wasn't it? Burnout 3! <coughs> Not the remake. Hey, somehow, I've got a copy of that. I didn't buy a copy of Burnout 3, but there's one in no, my box. Yeah, fine. but you get copies of games that mysteriously turn up in your old games all the time. I have a copy of KOTOR that I didn't buy. <laughs> that might definite. be mine too. <laughs> you definitely didn't buy that. I have two copies of Forza 1, somehow. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I do have multiple copies of Halo 2, the Xbox version, like one in standard edition that I I don't know whose it is, and one of the special edition that was mine, and then a silver box. Yeah, things happened at uni, like games just ended up places. That's how I lost my original copy of Golden Sun, (laughs) traded that to someone and never Never saw it back. (laughs) Oh really? Oh no. But luckily, I. It's like it's really dumb because you remember how in Golden Sun it was one game split into two games. Golden Sun Two was basically the second half of that game. Oh yes, yeah. And it had that gigantic code that you could enter from the first game into the second game to transfer yeah. your progress. I wrote, I wrote that down on a piece of paper, and I still have those bits of paper. So I still basically have the save file of that original version of Golden Sun, just not the cartridge. 
Can you do that with the first game then? Can you like put that code into the first game? No, but oh. I can wait. I've still got my second game right. cartridge, so I can, if can I want to start on. the second one again, I do still have a basic because that... from the same place with the same characters that you developed. Yeah, and and I, I if I remember rightly, I believe that is actually a like one hundred percent complete game as well. Nice. So it is like, I, even if I played the game again, it would never get any better than that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I ever finished the first one. To be honest, like I think I got to the last boss and then seemed felt like well, I, yeah, I felt, I, like, felt like I might have rushed it. And... As always with this kind of RPG thing, you get to the last boss and then stop because <laughs> that's what everyone does. Who made yeah, those games last... again? Was it Capcom? Uh, uh, Camelot? Camelot, yeah. yeah. Oh. Mm. You know the Mario Golf people. Yeah, <laughs> Camelot. Camelot software planning. So, <laughs> software planning. I think it was something stupid like that. Did, did they plan to make a good game and never actually get around to it? Those ones are fine. Harsh. <laughs> most of those, even the golf, even the tennis. Yeah, that age of Camelot were pretty good. Didn't they make Mario Tennis our favourite? They did. I don't know if they've made the latest one. No, I'm pretty sure that was Nintendo. <laughs> Yeah, not the latest one. I think they made it I mean, probably since that N64 one. I bet the, the GameCube one. one probably wasn't them either. You reckon? I think it. I think it might still have been Camelot at that point. I have a suspicion that the Wii U Mario Tennis was still Camelot. Mm. Uh, oh, that is apparently true. <laughs> oh, okay. Quick fact check in there. No, they haven't. They have made the latest one. Oh, did they? <laughs> yeah. Amazing. What have they been doing in the meantime? How Just, have they still continue to exist as a company? All they've made is Mario <laughs> Tennis, Mario Golf, and then Golden Sun, they made the last one in 2010 for DS. Oh, the DS1. Yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense. Still, that's not a very rapid output. No. No. They made We Love Golf on, on the Wii. Whatever the hell that is. We Love Golf, yeah. was it? No, not spelled like that. No? Oh. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Yeah, that's literally all they do. I think we're about due for another Golden Sun on that rate, on that basis. Clearly. Do they make... Who is it makes it that makes everybody's golf? Uh, or whatever that other name. Hotshot Golf, isn't it now? They've changed... They've like, unified the name to Hotshot's Golf. Mm-hmm. Well, they, these guys made everybody's golf back in 97. So Camelot made everybody's yes. golf. Yes. The but PlayStation don't anymore. No. Ah, interesting. Looks like they went full Nintendo in '99 when they made Mario Golf. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. So yeah, the history of Camelot software planning. Huh. I reckon we'll see another Mario Golf. Uh, I mean, Mario Tennis is still knocking around for some reason. So. Yeah, they've still been updating that like all the time. New characters. Continuously, well, I haven't made yep. a Mario Golf yeah. since 2014 on the 3DS. Yes, yeah. as I played the demo. I mean, I mean, that is logically what's next, right? I mean, if yep. you've done Mario Golf, <laughs> you might as well do Mario Golf. That's what you do. <laughs> I guess they never made a big console one because Wii Sports happened, and then the. Did they ever do that thing with the Wii U? Like, do you remember from that initial reveal? <laughs> one Wii, but the Wii U gave that on the floor and it shows the golf ball lie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they did. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Not that was one. Re- I mean, the Wii U 
gamepad looks at least rugged and Fisher Price enough to actually put on the floor, unlike anything <laughs> else. Yeah, you wouldn't be quite so afraid of kicking that. No. Unlike the switch. Yeah, you're not going to put the switch on the floor. I mean, yeah. we say as Rob's switch is currently on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but because it doesn't have cables long enough to reach through his couch <laughs> from his entertainment center. Yeah. It is docked. It's not just like a flat yes, switch the dock on the floor. The floor. <laughs> oh, uh, news-wise, I, I'm just remembering, but there are rumors now, are there, of uh, hardware revisions for the Switch? But I can't remember There's what been they rumors are. about that for like the last two or three months. I know. But yeah. They are continuing to happen, so I guess it's more and more likely every day. Well, the last rumor yeah. is that there's not one, but two revisions. Yes. Like a, a a new yeah mainline version, like a Switch Plus, I suppose, or a new Switch, and a 2DS equivalent or whatever that is, like a lighter, lightweight, cheap kids More mobile version. one. Yeah, yeah, kind of weird given that the whole point is that you can switch. Uh, having a more yeah, but that's the same as the 2ds. The whole point of the 3ds yeah. was it was in that's 3D. True. Yeah, but that's what <laughs> yeah, got that's, that. true. that's true. But that's they didn't get rid of is, it. They just 2ds the... is a genius name though. Like... The 2ds, yeah, it's genius. Um, yeah, because my brother's been really weird, and he's like, because he got, um, he got a Wii U to play Breath of the Wild because it was cheap, fair enough, and he played it and loved it. But now he's like, well, I'll get a Switch now when I should there's get a. a... I'll get a switch when there's a hardware revision. He's been holding out now for ages. Well, yeah, mm. I know someone who's been holding out for a hardware revision or Pokemon, whichever comes first. And at this point, right. it's looking like it's going to be Both. Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I can see the logic. It's not like Nintendo don't have don't haven't set precedent in their mobile. No, that's true. Devices, but for but me, it's like if you look at the hard, you have to kind of judge the hardware. Like I could, you could probably see. <laughs> That there was going to be a revision to the to the DS, that original, the fat. <laughs> like, the light was kind of inevitable, I feel like. And that was clearly better. Uh, although, Zeg, I'm sure you have some. Uh, yeah, original is always the best. <laughs> but was, for everyone else in the world, the light the, was The DS Lite and DS, DSi were, were decent machines. Were, it's shitty were buttons and hard edges. Yeah. Anyway, so that was clearly a better skew. But like for me, the original Switch hardware is like really good, so I don't really, I'm not really so concerned. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's like I feel like yeah. you could predict based on the current skew that that there would be a a good. It'd be worth waiting for a revision. I, I don't. I, you see, the thing is, it's the. It would be really awkward though, right? Because they can't make the device any bigger, or they can't really change the size of it because the Joy Cons have got to go somewhere. Oh yeah. And they've well, they they, made new Joy-Cons for the new one. <laughs> what are you, you, about? you reckon they'll do like Joy-Con 2? Well, if you're going to buy the new system, theoretically, I mean, in an and ideal world, dock. they'd let you just buy the middle bit and the Joy-Cons of the dock would be the same and that would be fine. But yeah, that's not going to happen. That's going to happen, no. <laughs> no, that's the bit that... that, that... Maybe the dock will be the compatible with a new version because yeah, in reality maybe. all there is is just like a USB port in the middle. But it's still going to slide in fairly nicely. And, yeah. It's got to be guided in the way that it does just about at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. So what 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 would you really do to it though? Like get rid of some of that screen bezel, I guess. What make the screen bigger? <laughs> I mean, that's all you could do, really. And it is quite a lot of bezel actually looking at it. Yeah. I mean, there's there's 
there's a well you could well i mean what would they do are they are they likely to put that new nvidia t- nvidia nvidia tigra set in there to be a bit more juice i'm not sure about that yeah uh, I mean, it's I think a bigger well screen for, um... makes sense, or maybe a slightly more. Uh, what's the word? People aren't up on that touchscreen, are they? So it's like oh, maybe no a quality yeah. touchscreen. But you're going to have to when Mario Maker Two comes around. Oh, that's true. Um, maybe. Or maybe Mario Maker Two is that. Well, maybe this new Switch will have the solution to streamers that like that have a problem with this new one it's like well i can't use the touch screen and stream it at the same time because that's not how these things work so making mario why, levels why they work like that though? because you like you can't get a video signal out of the switch unless you run it docked but why because it's just connected via usb port so it's just like you should just be able to have a streaming attachment that will be attached to the same port yeah but you right? do that and the screen turns off oh right i, I guess <laughs> the switch goes well, into dock mode and it's yeah, but there must be a way to bypass that, right? Because it must be detecting that through the USB connection somehow. Who knows? But that stuff's all non-standard. Well, yeah. Nintendo <laughs> Obviously. <stuff>. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Um, I, I guess people must have ways of capturing off the dock screen by now. Yeah, I think there is a way through now. hardware mods. I think Digital Foundry can do it at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway. we'll see. I just was just interested. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting. It's a really weird one for them to do something with, but not like okay. they haven't done it before. Going back to the OG Xbox and Burnout 3, did you guys check out any footage of that dangerous driving? I don't know if this is news, but I just <laughs> like thought... A terrible name that it is. Yeah, is it terrible by, name. Is it, why is, it made, is it made by the dangerous golf people? Right? Or... Are they the is, guys? Is it dangerous, and they did Danger dangerous... Zone. Right. Yeah, danger zone. They're basically they're the ex Criterion guys um, that yeah. formed an indie studio, and they and and clearly I hadn't realised this, but it does make sense that they were building up to this. And they, clearly, they started a studio with the with the, the aim of like, well, EA won't let us make a new Burnout Three, so we're just going to make Burnout Three. Uh, but mm. we have to get we have to build up to it. So they started with the golf thing, which uh, and they started with the crash mode as an indie game, right? Which was kind of a bit of a small thing and was okay, but they did, they did two of those, didn't they? Yeah, well, they, yeah. So I guess they were building up sort of ability and like I guess a bit of cash by doing that. Um, and 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 hiring and stuff, and now they've got to the point where they can make Burnout Three, so that's what they've done. Um, and uh, yeah, well, I obviously haven't played it; it hasn't come out just yet. But I I watched the quick look of it, and it, it's hilarious how Burnout Three is complete down to the fonts and all the all the presentation looking like it's for a CRT with everything being huge. <laughs> oh, they were they called Dangers? Oh, Danger Zone was the game, right? The yeah, called Three Fields. They're called Three Fields. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it actually looks surprisingly good. Um, but obviously, it's right. a bit knockoffy. But and there's some things like they solved the problem of everyone's talking about this, but they solved the problem of not being able to license tons of music by just allowing you to connect your Spotify account and and um, which obviously you can just like the original, yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff like Xbox that. Playlist. Uh, but that means it. I don't think I was a bit disappointed. It doesn't don't think it can control filter the music so that when you're boosting it you know it fades or whatever or, or does a eq on it or anything like that right do you reckon there's a licensing thing i don't know because like, surely if they you can't connect just... 
because yeah, they work they directly with Spotify, Spotify to 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 enable it. So it's not like oh, we've just given you instructions to use the Spotify mm. app on your PS4. No, it's like it's built into the game, and you can use the D-pad to change track and stuff. Um, but maybe they don't have access to the full audio stream to do filtering on it or something. Anyway, didn't look quite. And like one thing that didn't look quite right is like the takedown camera just cuts to the takedown. It doesn't do that kind of zoom out from your current view. Do you remember that? Was that a thing? Yeah, maybe yeah. I'm no, imagining I mean, the, it. The, the, the takedown cam. Yeah, the takedown cam just sort of cuts to the takedown cam. It doesn't do it. But it has the exact same like sound effect with like the orchestra hit on every um <laughs> on, <laughs> on every subsequent like um you know car that you manage to and it has the aftertouch thing all of that and it has the <laughs> and it the burnout thing where you 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 know use your whole boost meter and it refills is called heat wave <laughs> it's okay, like right, it's basically yeah. the same thing um so, so that's a bad name though we're like oh you've got you've had a heat wave they couldn't call it a burnout but it's not it wasn't ever really burnout anyway to like use yeah like it didn't make, make sense anyway. didn't make sense for that to be a burnout. name yeah yeah just, i mean just call pa- it just call it total boost or something <laughs> like, yeah they needed it I, I i thought heat wave sounded a bit knockoff but then apparently that that was in contention to be a uh a um you know subtitle of uh burnout 2 it could have been burnout to heat wave. Okay. Yeah. So oh. it's a bad name. Yeah. So I guess they decided against that. But it also seems to have some stuff that's more burnout two like as well, which is kind of cool. What was burnout? Burnout two did have a subtitle, didn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what it was. What was it? Edge of crashing. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I was like, okay, well. I should just stop stop complaining about there not being a, a proper burnout game and maybe just pick this up if it's if it's because cheap. there might be one. Yeah, Which it is. Yeah, it, well, basically, it's never going to be quite there, but I don't think. But it, it looks good enough to be honest. Uh, hmm. So definitely got my interest, especially because it's like seems to be completely shameless. Like it, clearly, everything about it is just burnout three. I don't know how they're getting away with it. Oh, quite because to that extent. Because you, you can, right? There's I nothing so. stopping you from doing that as long as you don't have any shared assets and as long as you've yeah built the game from scratch. There's nothing stopping you know Doom clones. Yeah, it's a it's a full on clone, uh, but it's kind of what I wanted. That's the thing. It's like you know, there's loads of different anti grav games, but one kind of wants F zero or Wipeout, but yeah. they're not. Some of them are cl- are quite close to F zero, but not like complete knockoffs. Um, but in some ways you kind of just want a full knockoff and that never happens. And that's what <laughs> yeah. they've done, <laughs> which is really weird. There's, well, there's, there's one on steam that I'm following at the moment. I think it's called super pilot and it's, um, it's an F zero X specifically X, uh, knockoff. Full knockoff right. Yeah. Okay. But then like not, I mean, they're they're bringing, they're bringing back like the way it looks and the way it handles seems very F zero, and it's got like a track editor, and the tracks are just ribbons like they were in X, you know, no fancy graphics or anything like that, just a ribbon, yeah. and it's like, yeah, Super Pilot. It might, it might, they might fulfill some of that. Well, that was a very, very brief rumor that I saw for like one day 
that maybe in the next Nintendo Direct they might announce an F Zero. <gasps> there was some kind of rumor going Stop around. Stop saying that. I mean, no it's been way. the rumor the last the last five times something Nintendo has said something. There's been like, oh, there's an F Zero on the way. Yeah, oh, there's... there's that Star Fox Racing game on the way. <laughs> well, there's that. But this time there was supposedly something marginally more concrete. Stop it. And everyone was like, holy shit, here's a picture of Captain Falcon on our YouTube video so you know what's going on. Don't get me <laughs> And so then, dark. like, all put it in a silhouette as if people don't know what that is. A challenger approaches. Yes. Like, I wonder what rumor this could be without even having to watch this video. Because <laughs> it's Captain Falcon. Right, let's get into the director in April, maybe. What, an April that, I mean, direct that's, that's part of that rumor, I guess. Well, we'll hear it like now. Yes, there'll be a direct this month. A normal direct, not a normal, direct. not an Indies direct, not an Indies, not an Indies one, not a Pokemon one. It's not been just a regular it's not been one. That long since the last, what, what was February? I guess wasn't it the February direct? That was the last one. I even remember. I guess it must have been because we played Demon X Machina after that, didn't we? Oh yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> and and Tetris ninety nine. Yes, that one. And Super Mario Maker. Right, this is the new section, if it hasn't yeah, been already, which it has. <laughs> Mostly. What's been going on? There's been some announcements. Sony, Sony can't make a the direct. Well, I mean, they can't make their own thing that they've seemed to have been okay at before, but this one, not so much. <laughs> so they tried. Like, okay. If we want to keep going down the bad names route, State of Play is a bad name for a show. Especially because they're coming out with a game called State of Decay. State of... Well, no, they're not, because that's no, Microsoft. That's, that's exactly the bush. Is that meant yes, to be a State... pun on play, like playing a game? Of course well, yes, it is. Of course. Yeah. That's lame. And that political drama. That the yeah, BBC I remember that. <laughs> that the BBC made in like 2003. Yeah. <laughs> And then it was weirdly adapted to do a film with Russell Crowe and relocated to America, which was bizarre. Uh, yeah. Never saw that. Which kind of made more sense because of state. State. Okay. Uh, yeah. I get it. Okay. Anyway, yeah, this thing. Okay. It was competently put together. They just didn't have content. Is, is I think, where I'm going. Like, I didn't think, like, the tone was bad. Like, classic film. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't think the. They were so they are very desperately trying to ape Nintendo. Like you know, it's very clear. It's like this is what we wanted to make. Um, I don't know. There's little cool things about the eye dents. Where as they're swooshing about the screen, they're making old PlayStation menu noises. Like you know, bits from like into the Who that the PlayStation Two used to make as its logo went on screen, or there'd be like certain swishes would sound like the original orange PlayStation logo appearing on screen. Anyway, they've done some cool nostalgic stuff, so that's fine. I'm, I'm on board with that. We need some slightly more heavy-hitting games to <laughs> come behind it. Like, I don't know, like launching your new show with a uh, trailer for Iron Man VR, where most of it is, yeah, this isn't actually the game. <laughs> with a little, little subtitle underneath. It's just like, ugh. No. Boring. And there wasn't really anything to say about anything, really, in the show. They had a Mortal Kombat 11 trailer, which was all right. <laughs> Where everyone else had already had it for like a week, yeah. if not longer. <laughs> so, just a slightly odd thing. But I guess if they stick with it and they use it for when they have, you know, 
interesting announcements, then maybe it'll be good. So that happened. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, there's an announcement related to Borderlands. Is that not right? It's back. Exactly as everyone predicted. I mean, as it looks a predicted. lot like looks a lot like Borderlands. <laughs> it looks like it exactly follows the end of Borderlands 2 exactly as everyone was expecting. Border Worlds. Border Worlds. So they yeah. did call it that for some reason. <laughs> so you surely should have done. So this is good news. <laughs> yeah, except not. Except I mean, not. No, <laughs> I mean, it... I mean, like, I, I, I'm not quite sure why I'm not as excited about. I don't it understand the I... deal with Gearbox. Why do they make? Yeah, they made bad games and some really good ones. In, in fact, Borderlands. But then I mean, everything is... else, like, what the hell, Randy Pitchford? Yeah, I mean, this is my thing. I really enjoyed Borderlands One. I enjoyed Borderlands Two a little less, um, but it was still great. Um, <laughs> I never finished it, in fact, but you know, because there's so much to do in it. And the end game of it was kind of annoying. Yeah, it was quite a pain in the ass section towards the end. But but we put a lot of time in it, and it was good. It was a good co-op game for Zach and I. Yep. got into that. It's, it's the best way to play it, if you ask me. Uh, you know, they do the thing that a lot of loot shooters fail to have failed to do since, which is make the guns interesting, Just give you actual loot. <laughs> yeah, it's like mm. they actually get that, and bit. also like the way it combines with the characters as well. Like yeah, the actual yeah. skills and the way things stack and like combine. They actually made, they that actually made a functional game. Yeah, I always felt like at the end of Borderlands One, they thought, okay, right, you've set set the the, the template, do more with it, which they didn't really do with Two. Yeah, not so enough. I, so I kind of want them to then like, if they haven't pushed the boundaries in, in this game, then they they're, they're not doing it right. Because um, that's what we always said, but we don't know yet. about those. About the whole gun system, it's just like you have the ho- a whole system where theoretically you can just combine parts of the stats and all that stuff and just make millions of guns. But why are they all the same? <laughs> just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should have refined this system well enough by now to make everything completely nuts. There could surely. be a lot. There, yeah, there could be a lot more variation. Like you don't need to limit some of the weird special traits that they had to a like a named gun. Yeah, it would be nice if those traits could appear later that was the, on. That was the thing. It's like in Borderlands One, you had all those very specific named guns that had the weird things like the wave shot gun and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then in all Borderlands, those were weird exploding shots. Like although that turned well, out more often. That, yeah, like well, there was said, wasn't, there wasn't there a gun just called the Cross or something, and like it was a shotgun, but it fired with a very yeah, specific a cross specific spread. pattern. Yeah, and things like that. You know, weird th- weird one offs. And then just, in Borderlands Two, they <laughs> the talking gun didn't get those as much, but then they tried to. There was some weirder attachments like the alien weapons and like the rail guns, but they turned up so infrequently it just wasn't didn't feel yeah. enough like there was new things. Yeah. So, but anyway, yeah, like it has, it has, it's always had something that just you know with a bit of a bit more ingenuity they could be onto something great again. Um, that no one else seems to have really captured quite right. However, I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, but it's a Gearbox game. Like, I yeah. can't get away from that now. It's, oh, no, no one can. Yeah. It's weird. It what have they been doing lately, then? Literally the only ones, the only games of theirs that I've played have been Borderlands and one of the Half-Life <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. But it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I, my confidence in them is a bit shot because of the last few years of whatever they've been going for. But you'd you'd hope that Borderlands is the one thing that they care about in well, I mean, they get right. probably can't make it any worse than Borderlands 2 it's just how much better <laughs> will it manage to get 
That's a rigging endorsement. <laughs> well, like, that's, but, yeah, but that's not saying that Borderlands 2 is bad, though. It's like they literally can't possibly make it worse than Borderlands 2. No, I guess you're right. <laughs> but you're saying because the core concept is so good that, yeah. Yeah. That, that you can't really go wrong if you. If Provided you, you don't try. deliberately remove things for some yeah. bizarre reason. Mm. I think it's. But now you've got like Destiny and like loot shooters are now a thing kind of inspired. Oh, basically ripping off quite a few ideas from like Borderlands, right? Not yeah. that or Borderlands was entirely original, but it was kind of first in the in that kind of area, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, this is a bit. I mean, there's an interesting question when you start comparing it to what is now the current version of loot. The current versions of loot shooters are in this live services category, <laughs> yeah. and you know the, the 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 games that will evolve over time, and it's like. Well, okay. That's clearly what they want to do, though, isn't it? That's the, that's the danger. So, yeah, that's my fear slightly. Because if the game launches and it's a little bit like Anthem is or how Destiny have launched, like then then that's not good enough. Well, it's like, that's was... not Borderlands to me anymore. Yeah, like, but... Borderlands is a well was a, was a well made package on its own, and it's like, and then they added some DLC yes. to it. That's what and Borderlands it's... had instead of that was just DLC. Proper DLC. They didn't have a live yeah. service. They had actual DLC. But but, yeah, but if the but if they launch it, that, doesn't it? it does doesn't it do DLCs or expansions? Yeah, sure. But you need and you. But the problem with Destiny is you need a you probably need the first big one of those for the game to get good. It's more like World right, of Warcraft, yeah, where you kind of sure. need the expansions just to just to carry on, make it good. Yeah, good anyway. It, yeah, Civilization. Yeah, you need a need a few <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair. Um, so you know those of all and Anthem, you know, is, no one's been happy with that at launch, and it, like it feels a little bit lacking. Um, for different reasons. For different reasons, yeah. It's like these live service games, these loot shooter live service games, have always had a rocky look, rocky launch, and it's like I don't want them to do. I don't want them to try and see if they can get away with that, right? I don't want them to launch with half the game and then expect the live services <laughs> thing to save them six months later or whatever. Hmm. That's that's not what I'm interested in. Well, I don't think they can. I don't think they're capable of doing that. You reckon? <laughs> Well, they haven't got any experience in it. Yes, exactly. They don't have, like, a company... Well, I guess it's Take 2, I guess. Yeah. It's, t- it's but two, they don't 2K even, published, Oh, no, yeah, 2K, it? not Take 2. But Take 2 are own 2K, yes. don't they? It's <laughs> slightly different, but... Yeah. But even they don't really have anything in, along those lines, I guess. No, I don't think they do. Unless you consider end their basketball games live service. <laughs> <laughs> Got enough microtransactions to be them. But... Yeah. But then that all got shit on by it being Epic exclusive. <laughs> well, yeah, so that kind of changed the, <laughs> immediately that, that immediately changed the conversation from like, oh, what's this going to be? To being like, oh, it's an Epic exclusive. Um, I'm still not sure I get behind the, the, the um, what do you call it? The, the negative sentiment around Epic Store. Just yet, I don't think. Mostly coming from Zach, from far as I can tell. (laughs) Yeah, but no, no, it is. I mean, the Borderlands games like have gone on a super sale on Steam, and oh, is that right? And and they, but they've got review bombed by people like unhappy with the Epic Store decision. Oh blimey, what is going on? Is it that bad? I don't know. This is the thing. It doesn't feel bad to me. I mean, yeah, we've had those couple of news stories that have been slightly dodgy, like where Epic right, like they read your Steam library. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely bad. Yeah, it's a bit shifty. Apparently, that was in the EULA 
well, yeah, I'm sure. They could do that. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of things are in Euler's yeah. that they can tell you about. But, you know, the whole point is the exclusivity thing is the big issue that everyone's fighting about. It's a six-month deal this time, as opposed yeah, to a full year. better, I suppose, but... Then how much less money are you getting? <laughs> yeah, but then maybe that's all that matters. Maybe six months later, then the game will be good, <laughs> and they'll come. Well, on that screen. is that is generally been the opinion of most people, where it's yeah. just like, well, I guess they're saving us from playing shitty broken games at launch because yeah. <laughs> now we can just wait the extra year for the games that actually go out on Steam, and they'll all be fixed. Poor old Battleborn. <laughs> that was a Gearbox game, right? Oh yeah, yes, I think. Maybe. Was, was that them trying to do? Battle Royale. I can't remember. That was trying. That was the no, 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 no. to first-person MOBA. Yeah. Oh yeah, like um, Saturday night combat type thing. Yes. Not nearly as good as Saturday no. night combat. Monday night combat. Monday, Monday night. night combat. Sorry, <laughs> not Saturday. Monday that would night. be a good sequel. Man, bring back Monday night combat. <laughs> yep, <Sorry>. definitely. I was <laughs> looking at that in my Steam library day. literally yesterday. I was like, God damn it, <laughs> man. <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, yeah, people are pissed about the epic thing, and then review bobs happened, and then, like, you know, that just compounded. There's been a, several other con- the continuing saga of the epic uh, pissing everyone off. Like, Anno 1800 suddenly went epic, except not really. The Anno 1800 case is extremely strange because that, wasn't that already out? No, it was up for pre-order on Steam. Oh, another one of those. But the trick with this one is that it was up for pre-order on Steam. Except they then did a, I, no, it's not because it's a Ubisoft game, so it was up for pre-order on Steam, but it's actually for UPlay, so you can still oh, buy it on UPlay, right, right, yeah. But then when they moved to Epic, it's now Epic and then UPlay, so it's like it's like how it would have run through Steam to UPlay, but now it's Epic to UPlay. Mm. But on Steam, on the pre-order page, you can still pre-order it until release, except you won't be able to run it there. Then <laughs> you will be able to run it there because it only launches UPlay, so it's like. Basically, you can still get it on Steam. <laughs> so it's like, how how did this deal work? I'm so confused. How is that, how is this an exclusivity deal? Like? Yeah, exactly. It's not apparently. So, so is it like as soon as pre-orders are over, then it's going to drop gonna off not Steam? Be set for sale on Steam. But if you buy it on Steam before it launches, it will still work through Steam. It's just their attempt to avoid the ire that well, Metro yes, got. That is basically exactly it. That it's just like, well, we're not going to stop you from pre-ordering it. I guess, I guess in case there's a multiplayer component and the friends can't come in or something. Maybe. I, I don't know. Or they yeah. just generally want... play, so who cares? Yeah. They just generally want to avoid people being pissed off. But it's an incredibly weird That's case. A, mm, that a bit strange. And it didn't fully succeed in not pissing people off. Well, I mean, no. You're not going <laughs> to... I mean, at least the gear, you know, the Borderlands and Gearbox thing makes a bit more sense for it to be an epic game because you know it's highly Unreal powered. <laughs> well, yeah, but... even a little bit, they are pushing like you know they said tech demos of what they might be doing with Unreal Engine like a good couple years ago. Yeah, and it's like this is, but the counter that that is all of the previous games have been on Steam. <laughs> sure, <laughs> and that you know, and that and that sale. Yeah. that's on at the moment it's like hey Borderlands 3 is announced we're going to make everything super cheap on Steam but you won't be able to get this game on Steam ha! yep <laughs> it's, it's, it's really odd not sure that was a particularly good idea and they also just released the enhanced edition of the first game I mean you, it, it, that uh, people on Steam got for free <laughs> I mean you, you have to think that this is just the deals 
for whoever is in charge of these companies, the deals Epic are making with them must be far too good <laughs> yeah, to turn must down. must be hella money. Yeah. They must be. Because, you know, there's precedent before this deal that people haven't been happy with Epic Store yeah. deals. It's like they can't be unaware of the yeah. general sentiment that's going around on the internet at the moment. But yet people are still doing it. <laughs> and also, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like as a salesy person, wouldn't wouldn't I think that my game would do better if it was for sale in more locations? Well, yes, that is one of the arguments against exclusivity. Like, like I'm not, give people I'm, a choice. I'm not enough of an economist to understand <laughs> why that would be a bad thing necessarily, and I'm sure there are cases where that must be. But that's the but, that's why you're that's why they have time limited exclusivity and not permanent yeah. exclusivity. You're essentially getting Epic to pay you for a year, and then you're hoping that, that people will still buy it everywhere else afterwards. I mean, you're, well, you're you're trying to ride the lower uh, Epic Store tax. Well, yeah, that as well. You're trying to, to trying to ride the lower thing during the launch window when you're going to make the majority of your sales theoretically. Yeah, assuming people will come over there and buy it. Yeah, so it it really must be. All, really, in all these companies, the economists must be being must be having a hell of a time. <laughs> yeah. They must be having to do some hell of calculations at the moment. Is this going to work? Well, how do you factor in sentiment into? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they have to. Someone based on sentiment, right? Because the the decision to buy the game is based on sentiment, right? Yeah. Someone must have a formula for that. Yeah, I'm sure they must. If review bomb equals yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sales equal very no input, Metacritic <laughs> score, output, yeah, millions of pounds. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they actually do do that. That is pretty much literally how that works. Yeah, profit, which is a bit depressing, but yeah. Step two, question, question mark. Yep. Step three, profit. profit. And then, um, so the other thing people have been talking about in the epic situation at the moment is the fact that basically Valve isn't doing shit. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, they're what, not in response. Well, they're not yeah. reacting. What, what do you want them to do? Well, people have been saying it's like, why don't Valve just reduce their cut? That would immediately like right. direct most of what Epic is going for. They or really in some to. cases, people have been like, this is the worst possible situation that could happen. But why don't Valve just start buying exclusives? Well, no, because yeah, yeah, Valve don't need. <laughs> Again, they I don't agree need with Dan. <laughs> they don't need. They're in the position of power. They're still the biggest store. They're still. Well, really, there's basically two. There's two different reasons that there could possibly be for this. First is Valve are just incompetent and don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> and just haven't reacted because they don't know what the fuck to do. I mean, maybe. But, or right. the second option is that Valve just doesn't see Epic as any kind of a threat. And they're just like, they'll just go away after a while. I mean, it's, it, it's unproven, so it, it might be unri- unwise for them to react just yet. I mean, how did they react when Origin launched? They didn't really do anything. No. Slightly different situation. They didn't do anything. You, when Uplay turned up, they didn't care. When Windows Store turned up, they didn't care. Well, they cared a little bit, did they? Whether they had that big argument about like how Microsoft were going to lock stuff down into the Windows Store, and then they yeah. had a little—that's true. Here, we want them to support Linux and all this crap at the time. Oh <laughs> right, yeah, they were on about that. Yeah, they were on Steambox, yeah. <laughs> but then of course Microsoft aren't going to support that. <laughs> but what did they expect? <laughs> but yeah, I would, like. The idea that they don't see him as a threat is kind of like they can't keep going. They can't keep buying exclusives forever. They're going to run out of money, or not. They're not going to run out of money. They're going to reach the point where this is an investment that they're hoping is going to pay off. So you can't keep you can't keep buying stuff forever 
because eventually you're hoping for a return on the investment. Yeah. So eventually there's going to be a cutoff point where they'll stop doing that. <laughs> well, I, I think the threat to Steam is unknown at this point. And it's, they're just trying to establish it, themselves. Like one, that's yeah. why they're paying it, right? Once and they the, get to the, a decent size. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, Valve might, it, you know, whether you consider it a gamble or not, there's a, there's a high probability that some of this stuff might go away, uh, like eventually. Mm. You know, these deals are probably going to start drying up if the Epic Store starts gaining any traction. Yeah, people are already theorizing that, like, the lower cut isn't even going to last that long. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, that they do something like, well, Fortnite isn't going to last forever. <laughs> even though it seems like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wonder how long it will last, though. I think how it's got a while yet yeah. on it. Oh, yeah, definitely. But it's... Uh... Unless Prince Harry has his way. <laughs> Why? Like, is he what? not? Is he against it? <laughs> yeah, he came out and said, like, we should ban Fortnite because it's fucking up our child's education. Wow. Or children, not child. <laughs> not their <laughs> child specifically. <laughs> I mean, they haven't had their child yet, have they? <laughs> no. Prince I mean, Harry he's, barely he's scared about his, Fortnite, uh, barely Fortnite in the womb. I think, didn't he? <laughs> Isn't that true? But, and I'm sure when he right? said, like, did, did, did he not? Well, he did pass his GCSEs, but not, he got like C's, didn't he? I'm sure when he said bad Fortnite, he wasn't, he was using that as an example. Not like, because if it had been like five years ago, it would have been like bad Minecraft. <laughs> was it like, don't give your kid an iPad? Yeah. Like that <laughs> Just keep your children under control, goddammit. Don't not let that them There's anything wrong with getting. with getting a C, or <laughs> that's perfectly fine. No, that's perfect. Yeah, let's, let's just. Uh... C's are an adequate grade. That's why they're called C's. <laughs> adequate. He got a B in art and a D in geography. Oh, no. You know, getting a B in art doesn't mean anything. <laughs> that might be A-levels, sorry. <laughs> I think he did actually get A-levels. Or did I get a B in art? I can't remember. <laughs> Who knows? I was rubbish at it, so I don't deserve it. <laughs> Then why did he take it? It wasn't A-level, it wasn't. No, it was GCSE. Yeah, exactly. It was a, like, just not enough you didn't really subject, have a choice. Not enough subjects time. to go round, really, and I didn't fancy doing classics. Hmm. <laughs> it was kind of a DOS lesson, really. Well, yes. That's why like your B doesn't mean this is, this is my break. <laughs> if we worked on the American system, you'd be curving that grade quite a lot. <laughs> Extra credit. Anyway, yeah, he so, didn't play so, for he, he played too much sports. Ironically, I think that's what happened to Prince Harry. If it'd been Fortnite, <laughs> sports scholarships though. Yeah, well, it's true. Well, there you go. I don't think he needed a scholarship, <laughs> but a lot no, of people... probably not. No, when you're a royal, you probably don't. You can probably go wherever the hell you want. What else was news? Oh well, we mentioned it very briefly. The anthem, the reasons anthem failed. Yes, it's been exposed so, in a new article. Yeah, so tell me about this because I haven't read this. Or... I read the article. It's really, really well written and really good. I highly recommend reading it. It's probably take a while. It's quite long. Well, um, you should probably cite it. Where is it? Uh, it's on Kotaku. Um, That's oh, I right. can't remember they the journalist. Did something good. <laughs> yeah, it. it, it <laughs> props to this journalist because it's some of the best gaming journalism I've read in a while, uh, for sure. And um, he seems to have a lot of good sources within. Uh, the multiple offices of Bioware and describes the whole situation that led to Anthem basically from top to bottom, from all angles, <laughs> uh, from uh, from the history of it, which is quite long. 
Uh, you know, it sounds like it was in development hell for like five years before they got to production. Uh, yeah, apparently and... it was like five years of pre-production where they didn't really know what the fuck they were making, yeah. and then one year of actually making it. it really kind of, <laughs> yeah. Well, it does explain a lot, but it also like I don't know. It's like it's really good. Uh, it's about the video game industry, but also kind of just software in general. It's just kind of interesting how it kind of has. Uh, parallels or not even software just like big organizations in general Um, and 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 like geographically split big projects yeah Mm. uh but they uh but one there's loads of interesting stuff in it but one of the interesting parts was uh dragon age inquisition um to 2014 um apparently that development was a clusterfuck and everyone crunched really hard at the end to get it over the line uh, and it did really well, and that that was not good. <laughs> They're saying like right. they needed that to Manage. fail in order right, to show yeah. the management that you can't build games that way, and you can't do that to people. And and they classically learned the wrong lesson. But unfortunately, they learned the wrong lesson, and they referred to it as like the Bioware magic, where everything would just come together at the end magically, no, right? No, and that's no. what they believed in strongly. <laughs> and then and then they had the double whammy of the biggest projects they'd ever done um you know um mass effect I mean, andromeda followed by anthem there's a certain amount of like i never when you hear stories like that i just can't imagine how blinkered some people must be know, because it's, it's it's kind of a well-known thing that crunch doesn't work crunch doesn't yeah but quality the, but they, they like they, it, it craps something out at the end That's at the, the end point. yeah but it's, it's not just. This isn't just about crunch. This is a seven-year story. This article. No, I know. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah no, it I, get, is I get that. It's just, it does show I you get. the problems all the way through, and the fact that one of the one of the um, gems in it is that like the the fans, which I can understand. You know how it's like the game changes. <laughs> well, you know how uh, with the Call of Duty, it was like Infinity Ward and then Treyarch and who's it? What's the other one? Sledgehammer. And and people would be like, oh, Infinity Ward are the A team, and then the B team is Treyarch, and that, and then it swapped around or something, and the A team mm. became Treyarch after Infinity Ward. Half of them left and made well, yeah. whatever respawn, really stuff like switched that. Switched everything around, yeah. But and and apparently Bioware fans, which I can understand, are like, okay, Edmonton are the A team, you know, they made they're the, the, the old Bioware and stuff, and then you've got the the B team who made, uh, you know, who were in Austin, Texas. I can't remember where it was. Who made? This Dragon Age game, well, I can't even remember which ones they are, but right. uh, but the the fans being dickheads as we are, <laughs> referred to them as the A team and the B team and the C team. But of course, apparently this was actually <laughs> sure, we re- do that about everyone. We do yeah, that about totally normal. <laughs> yeah, but the problem was that this was actually reflected internally. Now, and that, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you're the B team. So you're going to work on the poopy parts of this game that we want to kind of or 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 they were thought of as the bt or or and thing you know and there was this mistrust between the geographically separated parts of the studio which of course doesn't work when you have such a big project that you need to cooperate over Mm -hmm. um over all the all the parts of the studio we we can't give that to them it's too important we'll do it as well stuff like that yeah and then you know the hubris and apparently like when people started leaving um I mean, you could just read the article, guys. It's really good. But when people started leaving the Edmonton office, um, the A-team, because it was such horrific conditions and everything was going so badly, um, they had real trouble hiring new talent because it was so it's so cold there. <laughs> no one wants to right, live there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the stupid oilers. things like that. But, yeah. but they have the Oilers. <laughs> yes. Really. Go for the hockey team. So, yeah, 
I mean, it just sounds like a total breakdown in like organization and like they basically the it it does kind of um uh, um sort of put some I because you know, people complain about these kind of auteur kind of people like the Sam the the Hauser brothers or like um, Kojima the doctors, or like the, the yeah 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 exactly but the, these these people who um. Uh, these leaders who get very involved and push people and but they at least they have a vision and what was happening was that no mm. one had a vision even though a lot of people had good ideas they had lots and lots of meetings where they came up with ideas and then nothing was decided at the end of the meeting it was a bit squishy like designed by committee kind of thing yeah kind of they just didn't really know where they're going and it's interesting they put the flying in they took it out then they put it back and then some executive flew in from ea and said and saw a demo and was like this isn't pretty enough uh you, you should be and frostbite was a total disaster nightmare because and like like obviously that's another part i mean it's a really good article well, but like um, the yeah, unreal engine is like, like you buy like the unreal engine and you get all the tooling and you get all of yeah. the documentation and whereas frostbite is basically an internal engine built for battlefield that was just decreed this is now going to be the engine for everything without doing all the work to make the tools yeah, we and had stuff a, work there was a, a very similar story for frostbite at least surfaced from the mass, Adre- mass yep. effect andromeda well stuff. it's the same and thing yeah this engine's not designed for no. the type of open world thing we're doing with it no uh, it I- works well for the big battlefields of battlefield surprisingly but for what we're doing it's like no it's not it doesn't it doesn't work and they even have the thing because the idea is that it will you know if you use the same tech for everything you can share resources and it will be more efficient but it meant that they when they couldn't get fifa working very well on frostbite they were transferring people from bioware to work on fifa right and then they were flying people in from sweden from dice to work on making anthem look prettier just to make a demo for this executive guy. So they put the flying in and made it prettier by having consultants come over from DICE. Mm. Uh, And then that's what made that E3 demo. And all of it was bullshit, obviously, if you look at it now and you look at the game. Yeah. uh, I mean, when you have these like engine things, it's like, well, how do you solve that problem though? It's like, do you make DICE become five times as big as it once was and just spread people from from the original team into these five different yeah well it's interesting but i mean epic managed to make a a business out of out of um licensing an an engine and they've got all the so the unreal engine has all the support right and it's got all the tooling it's got everything that's that's a little different yeah because you go out if you're that if you're gunning for that model you build your engine differently i suppose you build well maybe to be flexible, to be but, that kind of thing, and it's and that's like what EA needed to do, right? I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Unreal have been doing it since UE two, right? To, yeah, to, in for, for you know specifically for that mo- that market anyway. It's yeah, be like we 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 know we can license this out, so let's 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 build it from that way. And I don't think EA ever went at Frostbite, you know, originally being like oh yeah no this is going to be this is going to be used for everything it just happens to be an incredibly pretty very performant engine that they put together for about for battlefield yeah and and paid i mean uh, it would be interesting to know how ubisoft is faring on this because snowdrop is the same Mm. situation like snowdrop is ubisoft we're going to use this for everything engine but i guess they their styles of game like like I don't know. I mean, Snowdrop is open world games, yeah. Yeah, Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs are not so different, are they, really, compared to, like, Battlefield and FIFA and Mass Effect. Although I reckon Siege is running on Snowdrop as well, and that's... 
yeah, do you know what I mean? But it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting to know how you know. It's it's like there's there's parallels there for sure. Anyway, go go read that article. It's really good. Yeah, um, and it. uh, it's it is kind of sad. Um, and you know, Anthem could get better, just like Destiny did. But it it sounds like they just didn't really have a vision and just didn't really come together. But it, it, the 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 sad part is that like everyone involved was was screaming. All the all the problems that reviewers see in Anthem, they've been saying that for years already internally, yeah. and no one was listening. So you know, it must be so hard seeing all your the, hard work yeah. and 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 working so hard on something, and especially when you have to go into crunch mode and stuff, and and like saying this isn't working, and and here's things we could do, and it never getting changed. So we have to ask the EA question at this point. Mm. Is this the end of Bioware? Well, I mean, EA two, managed to... Two games on the trot with, with super poor reception. Well, th- th- this is the other part of the story, is that they published this article, which is, like, long. It, took, it takes, like, an hour to read or something, or maybe maybe a bit less, or half an hour, depending on how fast you read. Uh, but the um, <clears throat> EA responded within 15 minutes with a statement, oh, wow. which um, <laughs> uh, which kind of... Well, you could tell from the statement that they, it, they expected some sort of attacks in the article that aren't there. <laughs> like they expected the article to be more hostile to develop, oh, weird. To, to people, which was really weird. Uh, so, yeah, they didn't they didn't respond well. That's that's even stranger that you yeah. know that the PR department is so. Well, it's it's interesting in the respect that that looks like a step one they were aware that bad stuff was going to happen. Mm. So so they clearly know that this isn't good, which is interesting in itself. Mm. And then step two, that they didn't put the correct amount of effort into responding properly. Into response. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we know, we know it was going to be bad, so we prepared everything ahead of time and then just pulled the trigger. <laughs> yeah, without reading it. Anyway. Oh, no, 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 no. This is how you get the most downvoted comment in Reddit history. In history, you know, yeah. Just... I mean... I don't know. I don't How know. How dumb can you be? It's I mean, no amazing. one's got a sense of pride and accomplishment from this. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> so this is very bad. Uh, but uh, it, and at least it's like, uh, for me, it's like, oh, I understand what was going on at Bioware. Everyone was trying to do a good job. They're not. They're very talented people. It just didn't work for structural reasons. The games got I... too big and everything fell apart managerially. I, compl- I could not agree more. It's like you can't. I mean, it's, it's entirely believable, right? It's like it, it, it's hard. It's hard to in the same for Mass Effect Andromeda. It's hard to exactly. fathom that Bioware became so different in the gap between three and Andromeda that you know those guys couldn't have still had a lot of talent there, and they couldn't still have no, been they, able exactly. to put that game together. But there was there, and there's another thing. <laughs> I keep thinking of things from the article because it's so good. But like everyone knows at Bioware, like that the story is is what the the studio is known for for doing really mm. good stories and scripting. And the story stuff was not coming together because they didn't have a vision. But it was coming. You know, things were coming together towards the end. But at that point, Andromeda had shipped, and um, it had been a bit of a disaster, as everyone knows. But the the key part 
of the disaster for EA was they were embarrassed by all the memes of all the animation of the faces, right? I, my face uh, so, is tired. Yeah, which everyone was making fun of their game, which because it was hilarious, right? But they really hated that. So the the the, the directive came down that Anthem had to be unmemeable. and what that meant in practice is they had they said here's the budget you go and motion cap every animation so there's no so everything looks great and there's no possibility of um you know procedurally animated faces going wrong stuff like that right so that was the directive Mm. but they hadn't written the fucking script so (laughs) so they had to just go with what they had and now in the game everything looks good on the faces but the lines don't make sense like there's some lines in there that they just had really expensive assets that they you know spent a fortune recording and everything that they just ended up using even though now they don't make any sense because the the mission changed or got rescripted and there's just things in the game that just don't make it and if you stop and think about that line it doesn't make any sense anymore because they changed the level but mocapped everything too early yeah Weird. Weird. <laughs> so, you can yeah, see why. Like, you know, someone's just like, oh, can't we just do this? And it's like, no. no. We're not they, there. They're going to make fun of us. You've got to... Yeah. I hope they read that article properly. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I mean, the Bioware will. I mean, obviously, they contributed a lot. A lot of the people that worked there contributed mm. to it. But... Uh, yeah, I hope the Bioware leadership read it, even if that studio might even get closed or part, parts of them. Well, if they get closed, and they could quite easily reform and become like um, organic clothing limited. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then there we go. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, we'll have a um, dangerous RPG coming out soon. You just need to have Peter Molyneux hire the wall. Oh, God, <laughs> not him. Get him back not him. Twenty three cans. <laughs> the twenty third can has arrived. <laughs> it's all of Vira. <laughs> twenty two cans is the number of people they have to fire before they make a game. <laughs> When's the third can actually for that matter? We've only had two of the cans. Yeah, when Peter and Molly already left, didn't he? Oh did he? I'm pretty sure he's not even part of that any longer. Okay, then. We'll never see the third can. <laughs> no, we'll probably never see anything from them ever again. Not even his balls. <laughs> My balls. <laughs> anyway, that's that. Read it. Yeah. Bad times. I kind of wanted that game to be good. Well, everyone did. Everyone want, wants and wants good things from, from yeah and i know also, it's, it's bioware have made brilliant games in the past and you know uh yeah and you want to you know you don't want it to be dominated by like these service games that's fine as long as there's a few of them right yeah <laughs> a bit of choice in the and uh, you know some of, some of the ideas were cool it's just like mm. i don't know yeah, making an Iron Man game still sounds, and I just like wanted a good like idea. I still feel like the Destiny world doesn't appeal to me, and they. I really liked the, everyone really likes the Halo world that they built, Bungie, mm. but I just don't really have any kind of, especially because they've changed the tone of it completely, you know, and it's gone all crazy, and there are these ridiculous TV efforts with Led Zeppelin and stuff like that. 
Oh, sure. Or, 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 and then they bring in Nathan Fillion or whatever, and it's like, is, is it him doing the crazy robot? He's now just dead. Paid, or something? Yeah, yeah, and all of that stuff. Like, it's like this is all over the place. I like the original concept art of Destiny with the giant, you know. Yeah, the giant, the, the stuff, um, yeah. what do they call it, the Traveller? Yeah, the it all looked cool, and then and then when it came out, and then it all looked really cool, and then it was like, the wizard came from the moon, and then after that, it was like, what the yep. fuck is even going yep. on in this thing? Um, <clears throat> the thing is, is they could have, like, it's a, it's a, it's a line that out of context doesn't make sense. In context, that was never actually that bad, it's just, right. it's just kind of... Like it was thrown in at the wrong time. The yeah, yeah, came yeah. From the moon, it was like there was a lot of lore. Like there, it was, it was one of those games that presents itself as everyone knows what's going on by the time you're in it, right? And they just call that bad guy a wizard. That's the yep. name of the enemy type. So yep. then, when, when the when the phrase "that wizard came from the moon" comes out, and you haven't learned that they're called wizards yep. yet, yeah, it's, it's like that doesn't weird. that doesn't yeah. work. Or you could have learned yeah. it if you'd gone to the website. The grimoire card. <laughs> I mean, this is this lore. is years ago. This stuff, but I'm just saying that. It doesn't funny, appeal though. to me that world. Maybe it would if I got into it. But like, I well, just want to, that, yeah. that's the thing about Anthem is like someone could come along, someone good at creating sci-fi worlds or any kind of, fan, you know, game world with the deep lore like Bioware could have mm. just knocked it out the park and made an awesome universe. There, yeah, there were bits of Anthem when we first started actually seeing gameplay anyway, that I started hooking on to thinking this feels Bungie-esque. Like the the fact that it's called Anthem, the uh, and some of the names they were giving to the things, it's like okay, these sound abstract enough in a bungee kind of way. Well, that's another and thing. I, was and... the game was supposed to be called Beyond? Uh, oh, was it? Yeah, I mean, they had, didn't even know what it was going to be called until I, I think some people didn't until know what Beyond it was going to be Souls called game, until yeah. they saw the uh, trailer at E three and they were like, oh, it's called Anthem now. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that 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 level of lack of vision, they didn't even know what it was going to be called. Huh. I don't think Anthem, I think it, Anthem's perfectly Anthem's a good fine. Name. Yeah. yeah, it's a good name. I uh, don't mind that at all. As I say, like it's just that language I, I quite liked. It's a, like it's a little bit Halo. It's a little bit. Yeah, it um, is. Yeah, uh, you know, but it's a bit boring. And, 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 I don't want to hear and, about like sci-fi um, progenitor race. You know, the ancient aliens who created lots of technology, and now we're all discovering it. How many times? Yeah, I guess you're right. No, no more proteans. Yeah, no more forerunner. Forerunners. But what else are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> Something new. I don't know. Like an old war you know everything about. I don't know. Yeah. That's like... The, the, the player doesn't race. know it, though. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, that's yeah, okay. He's got to have discoverable lore. Not just lore that everyone in the universe inherently knows. They don't have to be ancient aliens. They could be like new aliens. So it's like, what have they built over here? This is new. We just have to make it a time travel game where you are the ancient aliens. <laughs> then yeah, you have to go back awesome. in time to discover yourself. <laughs> that's Ooh. great. See, that's that's an idea. Come on. <sighs> Different enough, yeah. Star Trek Four was it? Will they go back in time? <laughs> Several times in Star Trek. Yeah. What, with the whales? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Parking the Enterprise in a park or something. But cloaking it, so it's fine. Yeah, cloaking devices. Yeah. Somebody make a good, crazy video game with an awesome world that doesn't involve Protheans or Forerunners. Borderlands. Oh, wait, Ancient Aliens. Yeah. Okay. Well, except in that case, it's more like Cthulhu, I guess. <laughs> no, well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, ran over. Uh, Anything else? else happening? I think we're kind of done with news. What's the Nintendo VR stuff going on? I mean, there's 
Mario Odyssey and Zelda are getting VR stuff yeah. thanks to Labo. What does that mean? Plug the with the cardboard Labo thing. Yeah. How do you play? Do you detach well, that, both the Joy Cons for that thing? Well, that's the, don't the, know. Well, this is the one that makes the least amount of sense. Is supposedly Zelda is play the game, but in VR. Like, mm. not a joke. Like, play the game. The and game. Like, How on earth do you control that? Because you have to hold Labo to your face. And it's like, are you holding Labo to your face with the Joy Con? Maybe you need attached? a second controller then, or something. Well, and some sort of strap. Like, there's not even any word on a strap. Right. Maybe you build a little stand and it's like a, a virtual yeah. boy. <laughs> you stick your face oh, at it. God. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Will it be red? Like, just the entire game can't render well enough so it's in red and black. <laughs> oh. That'd okay. be fun. That'd be a funny Easter egg if they did that. The Labo kit probably already has that for all I yeah, know. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that sounds like the exact kind of thing they do in one of those Labo mini game things. Where it's like, turn on Virtual Boy, though. <laughs> I'm a little bit surprised there's no Virtual Boy thing in Smash Bros. Hmm. I feel like there might have been in one of them. No, really? <laughs> like, just a red and black stage? Yeah, or some kind of thing along those lines. Like, some kind of virtual polygonal thing comes out. Or maybe. I mean, there's several of those anyway, like old Andros and that kind of thing. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Not exactly the same. Right, I think it's time for what you've been playing. I guess so. What have you been playing, Rob? What have you been playing, Rob? What have you been playing, Rob? Have I been playing Rob? Rob. Rob. I've been playing Rob of War. Um, God of War. I finished it. Cool. I finished it finally. Good. Uh, I really like how that game ends. Yeah, good ending, right? Yeah, it's 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 interesting in that because it's not. I thought there was going to be more to it, if I'm honest. Mm. And I thought it was going to go somewhere. You know, there's a lot of talk in that game. There's a lot. Of, there's an awful yeah. lot of talk about legends and myth and yada yada and all this stuff and it all coming together and it not and the fact that it didn't. The fact that was some it, of the characters felt, that they talk about throughout the whole thing you never see, right? Aren't in it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just, it just like, but it, it makes sense from the story that that's where it would finish. Yes. And you go and do the thing, and then it sort of, like, that's it. But there's some really great revelations towards yeah. the end. There's some really nice, like, story releases. The secret ending is worth doing, because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, God, there it finally is. <laughs> Yeah, kind of moment, and it's like you know, you, you know, this was going to be a trilogy, but it's like, oh boy, hype! Well, that's the thing; I and didn't it's... know, so I was slightly annoyed that no, I think I said this at the time. But I was slightly annoyed that it was setting up a uh, a sequel so much. Yeah, um, but um, that's fine. Uh, I don't know what they'll call God of War Two. <laughs> they already had a God of War Two, and a God. Of... <laughs> they already had a God of War. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I guess God of Norse, the new Norse. Yeah, yeah. I Norse-er. guess it'll just be God of War Two, right? I don't know. Pause. Yeah. It's good, though. Satisfying ending. A really decent length game, right? Yeah, boy, it's so much longer than I ever expected. Yeah. And it's like, and I've done most of the side stuff now. Yeah. So I've done I've done all of the Moosebullheim trials. I've done oh, yeah. a chunk of Niflheim. But Niflheim is actually the bit that's, you know, that's a grind. Oh, it's, and it's crazy that place. It's too much of a grind. It's yeah, it's a bit much. I mean, you could I mean, spend I can, a, I can, you could spend ages there. 
yeah. I mean, I, I can loop the dungeon like it's just a big old donut, isn't it? Really, the, it's the, a donut, that, that. yeah. With a couple I can, of I can loop that fairly it, easily yeah. now. Um, and it's just like you, you do the loop and you come out, and it's like, well, I've got, I haven't nearly got enough stuff. Let's do it again. And each loop takes about 10, 15 minutes to do. And it's like, so it's taking, like, if I wanted to carry on with that, which is basically the last thing I've got left to do is to yep. just grind that. It's like, that's going to take a really long time. And but there's a Valkyrie really in get... there, isn't there? Yeah, I've done that. Oh, um, cool. So I did, did all the Valkyries as well. And that, that Sigrun fight is a, uh, that's some nonsense right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's like, it took me a while. Oh no, man! Those Valkyrie fights—they are some—they are some of the best. As I said before, they are some and of the best some and worst the, stuff. Yeah, that, like true. some of those attacks are just awkward. Even when you think you've dodged them, even when it looks like you've dodged them, sometimes it sort of just pulls you into them, and you're like, "What just happened?" I mean, it's 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 God of War at its most Dark Souls, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I kind of love it, yeah. but I kind of like while I'm doing it, like gnomes gnome doesn't see me get i don't get angry at that many games mm. anymore yeah. i've got a lot better at that stuff but even that like gnome was like i'm just gonna i didn't really know whether i should walk in or not because there's me going <laughs> you have got to be kidding me like yeah. screaming like when things have gone bad yeah. and just like you no know, i got sigrun right down at the last health bar and then it did the the valhalla drop from the sky and like clipped me in while i was mid dodge and i'm like you didn't. Oh no, you didn't. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you son of a. Son of a and it's just, yeah. It yeah. Just, but I actually, I actually think at one point I said, "How dare you?" At the game. <laughs> at the game. It's like that's it. But but when you finish when you finish those Valkyrie fights, it's like yeah, they got uh, like most of them were actually quite easy by the end because I was like Niflheimed up and I had a lot of the really really quality armor at that point, so they weren't so bad. Later, later on, um, but Sigrun, even then, Sigrun was still a that was that was some fight, and you know, I don't know if I've had that feeling of satisfaction from many games that you get from beating the Valkyries. Oh yeah, I mean, at that point, you've really built up your skill to a high level, right? And yeah, it's not it's not one of those things that I'd sort of have to go out of the room for a second and just go up to Gnome and go, I did it. <laughs> you know, to someone who really doesn't care about these things, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I just go and go. I did it. It's like, it's like mom, mom, pay me attention. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, when, yeah. you're, when you're a kid, it's like I beat the boss. Ah, like, oh, elation. It's uh, it's and the combat did eventually start really truly clicking with me. It's like it's yeah. got nuance. It's got quirk. It's got there's. Okay, I hate system. revenants and tatsel worms. To like, I will hate them. Forever. I really I, hate the tatsel like, worms. I'm, I'm, I never. Although you can deal with them, I think with the with the blades a little better, I suppose. Uh, but maybe. I don't like the burrowing enemies. No, because um, they really much. screw you up in terms of time and like yeah. if you're trying to get through Niflheim and it's like like, but I need to kill you fast and I can't. Yeah, exactly. I like. I had a real trouble with that because quite an early on um, trial there where you have to kill a certain number within a certain time, right? Is that right? And they just keep burrowing away. It's like, you bastards. There are Uh, supposedly like slam attacks you can do that will pop them out, but they're not not the most obvious things to actually activate. Like, Mm. (laughs) I think one of the more effective ones is that if you don't have the axe in your hand um, and you then... I forget exactly how you do it exactly. I think it's you go into aim mode and press R2. It recalls, and instead of doing a um, a throw, 
he sort of as the axe comes to him, he catches it whilst doing a slam. Oh right, and okay. slams down to the ground, and that slams quite large and can pop stuff up. Oh cool, okay. Uh, it's like, but it's yeah. kind of awkward to do, and I'm not, I'm, I'm still not 100 percent sure actually what if that if I'm doing it right. I could probably just look in the skill list, right? And it's like, but that's the thing, I still haven't got the last upgrade for the axe. I still haven't got the last upgrade for the blades. I don't mm. know where they are. Mm. It's like I'm missing some shrines, and I've got no idea where they are. Which is to the point where I wish that map got got a little bit better. Yeah. Um, the map there was a whole do, side quest area that I didn't even discover until I'd finished the game. Um, the extra mini lake. Right. If you know what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I, like the last, well, well, one of the spirit favors. And it's like, yeah, I just, I didn't even discover that. I didn't know how to open that bloody gate. Right. Because <laughs> there's a dragon I just, up I just there, missed isn't, it. isn't there? Isn't yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was it. The last, I was kind of hoping something cool would happen when you free all the dragons, but it didn't. Yeah. And it's like, the side stuff is good, but it's like, I kind of wish there was more payoff. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I, I agree. Like, There's quite a lot of like faffing around on the main lake, like we're in the little islands trying to unlock little puzzles and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some of it you can't. Some of it doesn't all make a lot more sense later once you've got all the abilities as yeah. well. Um, uh, there's just that weird middle phase of the game where it's like you should probably go exploring, and it's like I can't. I you can't all, do everything. Yeah, everything's, everything's too powerful. powerful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, op- opening the the rifts when and the purple things come out, and you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. It's yeah, it's 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 got a few issues here and there. I'd still stand by some of the stuff I mentioned before because it yeah. made sense at that point during the playthrough. Yeah, for sure. But where I am now, having like done almost everything that game has to offer, I'm sitting here going, holy crap, what that a was game! A great game, what a game! So now, are you? At- <laughs> No, not to, not that we can rewrite history, but are uh, you in a position to tie break the game of the year? Uh, uh, I yeah, I, had I been further through it, I would have perhaps knocked Smash off the pole. I'm okay, sorry, we'll leave it there. I'm sorry, Zach. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's a hell of a thing. It really is. I could not be more excited for the second already, and I know it's like another three oh, years yeah. away. Yeah. I know I've said this a lot, but you know what? It's not directly comparable, but you know that feeling I have about the original Gears of War? Mm. That, I mean, that's kind of, you know, that it's a very sort of like personal story. Mm. You're following them the entire journey. There's not too much of the big picture going on. No. You're just, you're, you're doing what you have to do and you do it and you get out. And to a certain degree, yeah, okay, there is a bigger big picture going on here. But the way it's told and the way it's shot and the the personal approach to it, I'm getting some of that Gears of War vibe and I love it. Because even when the big picture is is revealing itself in God of War, it's like your goal is just the same from the start, I, right? It's yeah. like raise, you, raise your son in a good way, bury his mother's ashes, right? Which I think Kratos' single-mindedness actually is a, is a huge benefit to, to yeah. the storytelling. Like yeah, it, it doesn't... Is, yeah. It doesn't overcomplicate it, and it's actually, you know, the way Kratos can occasionally find fault in himself and things like and th- those elements to it. And I don't know, I found it adorable when the kid doesn't know anything about racism. It's like, okay, that's yeah. real, that's that's nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, it's quite uh, cool you know, having him. All, all he's a character going on an adventure who is has no curiosity, like. 
yeah. doesn't want to know. And every time I like that, I love the dialogue whenever you go on side missions, because obviously you as the player have curiosity about the world and you want to go on side missions. But, uh, but the, the, you know, Atreus brings it up and he's like, we're doing this so that we can get more resources and be more powerful for the main goal. So don't get distracted. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, OK. <laughs> I mean, my, minor spoiler alert, I suppose here, but the one of a there are, I suppose, there's a couple of really great lines, and like, and they're they're such throwaway moments, really. Like one of them is like when you first when you find that um, in Tears Temple, you find the Greek pot. Oh yeah, and and there's a there's a line about where you you smash it because <laughs> of course you do. Yeah, because you're you're Kratos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's there's, a, there's just a line where it's just like he, he does enjoy breaking pots. <laughs> it's just like because because you've been doing it for the tiny amount of hack silver you get up to that point. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and it's just like okay, great. Yeah, you you, you clearly know what we've been doing up to this point. That's that's genius. Uh, and then there's the 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 line when you kill Sigrun, where where Kratos is just is just like. Um, uh, we did a good thing. It feels good to help, right? And it's like, and Kratos says, "I'm in a good mood." And it's like, yeah, see, it does feel good. It's like the dwarves can make something good out of this. And he's like, single-minded, but okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's genius. Yeah, it's really good. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the only the only one problem I really had dialogue-wise was that when I did go to that the second lake, I forget what it's called. It's like Vring Jang Tinta, right? It's got the <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, with the with the tiny statue of Thor, um, or the smaller version. Oh yeah, of the Thor. smaller one. Yeah, um, uh, it's like the game's dialogue was written as if that was the first side place I would have gone to. Right, I think I get, went there really early. So yeah, because like, this is like yeah. this was the very last thing I do. So there's you're discovering things about the Dwarf King, and the, and they seem very very puzzled by it, and it's like we should learn. We don't have all the clues. We should. We could probably find more about this dwarf king. Yeah. Listen for dragons, and it's like I freed the other dragons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I've yeah. done that, and it's like, and the game was like uh, everywhere else. The game seemed really good about dealing with things you've already done. Right. Like I I don't, there were times there. where Mimir would tell you, "It's like, oh, hey, you remember you went to that place before, and it was a side mission place." Mm. That's like that would that wouldn't have been on the same path, and it's like he's but he's he specifically says, "Hey, remember when we went there?" Mm. Because and it's like you they play, because yeah. I had, yeah, and yeah. it's like, oh, great, right, cool. You you knew I did that, Fan- fabulous. And it's like then this was the one time where that didn't happen, and it's like I'm not quite, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I clearly just did did some stuff in an order they weren't expecting. Um, damn, man, that game is cool. <laughs> Oh, and I guess the other game of the year is like the the the, the big one last year in, in most publications was God of War versus Red Dead, right? And I think it is sure it is. You know, Red Dead is amazing, but it's compromised in some ways. And I feel like God of War is just overall just a I don't know. It's hard to say, but I think it's a better package or whatever. Like it, yeah, yeah. It it makes sense as a singular thing. Yes, exactly. It's again oh, like the old scope versus. Uh, I mean, it has a, it's a big game, but it doesn't have the scope. Uh, yeah, I mean, this 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 is kind of the amazing thing. Like, it's like it's up it's up there with Breath of the Wild in terms of like, okay, yeah, the scope of this is bigger than what you've attempted before, mm. but you've nailed it. But like, you've yeah, it. you've you've, yeah. you've even though your scope is larger, you've still nailed it. Yeah. Whereas you know, Red Dead has the biggest scope imaginable at this point, but it doesn't and, nail it. Yeah. But it doesn't nail everything. No. That's basically it. Yep. In fact, it doesn't even nail 
two thirds of it, really. You know, <laughs> it like, depends how you look at it. Yeah. yeah. But there's so much there, and there's so much good stuff in Red Dead that it's still a great game. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, exactly a it. it's a balance. It's a good balance. Yeah. So oh, yeah, that was that was. I just really wanted to get that finished. Like I was, I was super hooked these last two weeks. Like I found my groove and just couldn't put it down. Um, much to Gnome's annoyance. Um, <laughs> it's quite because it's, it's quite a loud, thumpy game. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she's pleased. So yeah, yeah, something else. Uh, I. As a result, I didn't put a massive amount of time into much else. Uh, played a little bit more two-point. Um, I think my tedium level has kicked in with that thing. <laughs> it's like the last mission I did was kind of interesting because it was a bit like... It was tr- I don't know if it's supposed to be a piss take or a reverence of the NHS in that the only way you can get funding is by meeting some target that Lord Foxbridge sets you. And it's like, so you only get funding by following the specific things. And it's like, which was interesting at first, but then it's kind of started to break down when you learn how to cheese it <laughs> and be like, you need a level four room. It's like, fine, well, I'll build a level four room so, you, so I get the funding and then immediately sell the room. Yep. <laughs> nice. So it, just, it just becomes a waste of time at a certain point. Um, uh, although it's tricky to get staff morale up to the point where they're happy. That's the one, that's the bit of that mission I'm struggling with. And like short of like paying everyone mega bucks, I suppose. Make the staff room level four. <laughs> I've got one of those. Yep. I've got two staff rooms, in fact. Multi staff. Um yeah, so I'm, it's Multi staff. It's it's still pretty good. I'm still coming across fun radio jokes and stuff like that that I haven't heard before. And <laughs> luckily. Yeah. As soon as you hear them again, not gonna be funny. Yeah, <laughs> no, there are definitely a few I'm getting repeats now, for sure. Um, and not just the Tannoy lady talking about plant, yeah, plant maintenance. <laughs> Water them, damn it! Um, uh, but it's uh, yeah, the, the actual DJ stuff is still pretty good. Yeah, I'm still still enjoying that. Um, I'll, 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 I, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it, but I reckon I'm going to take a little bit of a break from it because, as I say, I'm, I'm never going to fix it. Yeah, I don't think so. I think some of its some of its achievements are quite extreme, like well, the amount of hours you need to put into it. And achievements are even more ridiculous than the game usually. Though. Yeah, but, uh, but come d- back in like the eight or nine years, and then maybe you finish it, like I did with like Dungeon Keeper and stuff. Where it's like <laughs> right, never finished, yeah. those, never got even close to finishing those games. Came back and was like, oh, this is actually not actually difficult at all. Yeah. <laughs> Like Dungeon Keeper 2, I'd never beaten that from ever. And then I was like, I'll play this again and see if I can get past that one level I got stuck on. And then I got to that level. It's like, why did I even get stuck here? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't actually difficult at all. Think of those old games, wasn't there? There was like, there always used to be like a level that you really struggled with. Like, I used to have that with Command and Conquer and stuff yeah. like that. There'd be like just a level where it's just like, how do you do this? And then when you come back and you discover it was actually really easy, you're like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> what was wrong with me? <laughs> My Why child, was I dumb? Yeah, my child brain. Uh, so the, the one thing I do re- want to talk about as a as an extra is we all. I say we all. Uh, myself, Zach, Kippers, and Jamie. Yeah, we, we all we played through the entirety of just like shapes and beats in an evening. Um, which is well, some, technically the entirety. I guess not actually the entirety. Not actually the, the, story, the whole the, story. The story mode, yeah, which is a good. I'd say half to two thirds of that game's content. Yeah. Um, uh, so for those of you that aren't aware, I, I talked about this years ago when I played it at EGX. Um, <laughs> to the point where even Kippers had forgotten about it. Like it's like you've played this. Yeah, but Kippers he... doesn't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a 
it's kind of the game I kind I've always wanted to make. Like, but it, but I, I was n- I'm nowhere near skilled enough or had enough Games Factory knowledge, or it was impossible. In you that. probably could have made it in Games Factory. Maybe, really. yeah, you probably could have. But I, like, yeah, it, it's 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 a rhythm shmup, but with mm. no shooting. So it's and not like, a rhythm shmup. Yeah, but it's like it's Despite like it's bullet. Keep kept saying that. Yeah, it's it's bullet hell, but without well, you doing better. any shooting. That's yeah. the better. Just call it bullet hell. Bullet hell. That makes that still sense. makes sense. Yeah. So you're allowed to be shooting involved. It's your little shape, and you're like dodging around the the music. Basically, it's like these big evil pink things appear on screen in time with the track, and it's about learning or just being very good at spotting where you can go to dodge either the gap or you can dash, which is like gives you a brief sprint of invincibility to get through things that you wouldn't otherwise be able to get through. Like, because there are some obstacles that are just a huge, great line across the screen that is like you've got to dash through this, otherwise you're dying right now. And it's uh, uh, like, and that's fun on its own, but it's like multiplied by how good that soundtrack is. Oh my gosh, that is a bit of me. It's just like it's it's like chiptune dreams from Chipzel and Danimal and um, Zen. Or Fen, something like that. I can't remember that guy's name. So there's, you know, that real crunchy sort of like almost like it was made on a Game Boy style chip tune, like super hexagon style. Yep. Because um, the chip guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, but but then it goes all the way up to like your pegboard nerds style, um, funky beats and um, and and electro and little dubstep steppy hints and uh, it's like it's oh, it's it's so good. Um, like it's a, it's a properly good little game. Um, highly recommend. Um, the only thing that I'm a little bit down on is like what you do after you've done the story. Yeah, it's grinding like, challenge mode. Yeah, so the ch- the challenge mode is okay. Like, apart like, from you have to keep doing the bosses over and over. I would have preferred it if you did always have to do one of the bosses as the third stage. Yeah. So 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 challenge mode is basically a three a three stage run where you do two levels that you vote for. And then the final one is one of the quote-unquote boss fight stages, which tend to be longer levels, but with no checkpointing. So you have to get through it in one go. Uh, and the boss fight levels are generally quite cool, but they're hard, intentionally hard. And getting through it in a single run is quite hard. It's quite difficult, to the point where it can get tedious doing it over and over again until you, until you succeed. Except challenge mode limits you to only, well, all of the levels limit you to only having three restarts. You might not succeed, but as I say, the boss fights are some of the hardest stuff in that game, um, other than the Mortal Kombat level. Um, it's uh, it, but but weirdly than that, it's like that the, the the actual bigger problem of challenge mode is the beat points system. So the way you unlock all the extra stuff in that game, like more tracks and more stuff like that, is basically a huge grind. Like uh, you have to gain these points from playing challenge mode uh, to, to, to unlock a good chunk of the tracks and you earn them four times faster if you're playing local co-op it turns out mm. um, because everyone's earning beat points if you play online with a team which is how i've been doing it um it would, and in fairness the online mode is really good you just drop into a uh, into a game and there's other shapes doing it with you because the game is so much easier in multiplayer because <laughs> you can resurrect each other um uh, yeah, so you can drop into one of those really easily and just play play a, play a few rounds, but you only score your points um, that you earned. And it's like obviously, if you're playing it four player couch co-op, you could score the points that everyone earns. So it's 
those, those, those targets are really high. <laughs> like, really high. So it's going to take ages for me to get the stuff. And that's a bit of a bummer, because I want all the stuff. Hmm. But yeah, cool little game. Check it out. Just Shapes and Beats. Available on the Switch. Yeah. But, we, but we played on PC. Could be quite a good little Switch game, really. Well, yeah, because yeah. you definitely could play that with a separated Joy-Con. Yeah. Because you only need a stick and one button. <laughs> yep, that is it. I can't get that soundtrack out of my head, though. So good! Yeah, that the final boss song was definitely epic enough for the oh, final boss. Oh, which final boss song? Well, the actual one. <laughs> the uh, uh, Annihilation. Yeah, the, Annihilation. Uh, you have been destroyed, boss. Yes, exactly. Oh, it's so good! There's like some of the attack patterns, like it warns you about most of the things coming, but some of the bosses, especially, just there's no warning to what's coming on some of the attacks. But it's so timed to the music, like if you know this, once you know the track, you know that that specific attack's coming. It's, oh, it's just it's so cool. It's a bit of me all over this thing. So like, <laughs> I bet Dan will play it and be like, I can't stand these noises. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? A little bit, but but I love it. I think it's a really, really neat little thing. And that's me. Cool. It's time for you, Zeg. What have you been playing? <laughs> well, first of all, we need to go to the ever classic section of what I haven't been playing. Because <laughs> this is what always happens. <laughs> Do we care? You know, it's, it's news about things that is relevant Okay. at the okay. time. All right. I mean, we probably should have actually mentioned this in news, I guess, because I probably will play this very soon. But the last patch for Gungeon came out, the last content patch. Oh, is it the last? Yeah, they're moving on to other stuff now. This is the final final set of new stuff and, you know, bug fix. I mean, I'm sure there'll be one or two more bug fix patches because after you've added a whole bunch of new stuff, there's probably bugs. What's it called? Something about arms? La- last Farewell to Arms? Farewell to Arms, That's yeah. It, I think. No, that sounds right. Yeah, but yeah, there's like two more characters, more stuff, guns and stuff. Obviously, are we gonna have to do more videos? Maybe. I mean, not that that <laughs> stopped us before, even yeah. when there wasn't new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's oh, and apparently one of the things that has changed is like more of the items describe what they actually do, <laughs> which oh, was definitely a problem. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe we can find out what that fucking shifty pig actually does. <laughs> He's a pig and he looks shifty. That's all you need to know. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that one still doesn't tell anyone it does. No, probably not. Because that's kind of the point. It's too shifty. It feels like, feels like you're not meant to know what some things in that game do until you yeah. discover the secret. I mean, I never, even though we played after Advanced Gungeons and Dragons, we I never got to, like, the new secret boss or that the level associated with it, the rat. Oh, right, I never got yeah. around to doing that. I've still never fucking beaten the Lich, so you know. <laughs> I've still never technically beaten that game. Hmm. Really. So yeah, we'll, I'll probably go back to that. Um, other things that I have been playing, which was a fairly hilarious set of circumstances, was I was like, okay, we we want to play stuff together, so what are the things we usually play? So we're like, oh, uh, we haven't played Stormworks for a while, and there's been several updates to that, so maybe okay. we can go back in there. We go back in there, and it turns out the patch that happened literally the day before 
created a bug that creates massive multiplayer desyncs, so it was virtually impossible ah, to play. Right. Okay. So it was like, oh, well, I guess we're not playing that then. Early access, people. So then we were like, okay, well, we can go back to our Factorio save that we haven't played for a little while because, you know, we've been doing other things. Go to Factorio and go into there. But it turns out that the version that we were using that we'd last played on in that save which was like 17.11 we had we needed to stay on that version because one of the mods we were using hadn't updated and it was incompatible with newer versions past that mm. but because of the way factorio does these like roll the rolling updates in the experimental when it's doing these little point updates after the larger releases we can't actually play on 17.11 any longer because that's dropped off the bottom of the rolling list. You can right. only go down to like 0.15. Okay. And the mod still hasn't updated. So yeah. we basically can't play that save. Right. Yeah, it's dead. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, fuck. The, so, risk, the risk of mods, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So what we actually ended up doing was play Rocket League. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. I actually got at least one other person to come back to Rocket League. Woo! Although that was very weird because she hasn't played since launch, essentially. Yeah, I was about to say, it's been a while. Didn't go nearly as badly as I thought it might, which was nice. It might be the first time, I've the only time I've actually spoken to her as well. Yeah, way back then. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, I was expecting it to go way worse than it did, which was good, I guess. Cool. I mean, it was one of those things where it's just like, a look into the past. Like how did how did we used to play Rocket League? Yeah, oh, yeah I remember. I, kinda, I remember what I kinda, that was like. I kind of missed that a little. <laughs> and I, like, adm- admittedly, it still is kind of a bit like that when I play solo. <laughs> well, I mean, because yeah. the people I'm being ranked against are like not you. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know if that will be a thing that continues at all. Whether this will just be a one-off because we couldn't play all this other stuff we wanted to. Mm. <laughs> no, that'd be cool. You should play Apex. <laughs> Try it. I think you'll like it. It's free! <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. It means you can play it without risk! Yeah, well, kind of. I guess. Risk-free. And then things I have been playing, which include Rocket League, obviously. New season of that hasn't started yet. New Rocket Pass. Rocket Pass three. No, I'm I'm, I'm enjoying the break. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, but then you'll be all shitty when you come back. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to start before we start playing Rocket Pass again. Get slightly ahead of it. <laughs> do, it for, do it for realties. D rank us as much as possible at the start, so it'll be more fun later. Well, I don't think you, I don't think it degrades any further than it does when it does that one. Time it degrades. I no, don't... I mean when we start playing again because we're going to lose all our first ten ra- matches, and then yeah, but that's not a new season. Season the rocket pass won't be because it's already oh, been the new season, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, of course. <laughs> you will only get to replay two to Dif- regain your rank. Different seasons. <laughs> yes. Weirdly, confusingly, it is weird hearing that, like because they, they they call it opening season in Apex. And it is weird hearing the characters say, "Oh, it's opening season." It's like there's voice lines season. about it, and it's like it's, it's strange. <laughs> they know that they're in in this weird game. Yeah. I mean, I guess you would be in that situation. Like, I guess. Like, yeah. what do the people of Fortnite think is going on? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good question. <laughs> uh, I guess really, probably the main thing that I because it's been another fucked up week for my game times. Mainly, I mean, I did play a bit more Smash Brothers because I finally finished all the classic mode runs. 
with every character, but I'm still like three or four spirits short, but the, the ones that have to appear in the shop. Mm. And it's like, now I just have to play the game with no, you know, because previously I was playing classic mode with the intention of finishing classic mode. Now I just have to play games of Smash to get the store to restock. Right, yeah. Slightly less directed, but you know, it's Smash, obviously. It doesn't really matter. You just play whatever you... And, you know, the store restocks from just time spent in the game, so you can really do whatever you want. Hmm. You don't have to play regular Smash. You don't even... You can just rerun classic mode or play spirit board fights. For sure. As long as you're spending time in the game, that store will eventually restock. And then I'll get those last three or four spirits, and then I will have literally finished that game. Go online and do your pro run one on one training. God, still don't ever want to actually learn how to play that game properly. No, I think I think that's probably wise. Yep, it is tempting to play one on ones against CPUs because they're still dumb. It's quite <laughs> easily exploitable. Sure, <laughs> get an amiibo on it. Make a level ninety nine amiibo or whatever. I don't know if that would take that long any longer though. Now that they've added all these other ways to level this up, all kinds of tricks you can do there. Yeah, we haven't put blues on. No, on see what'll happen. Yeah, see what data it can import. (laughs) See what level he actually was because fuck only knows. I can't remember how that works. No. Um. Then really, the only other thing I did play was I played Factorio naturally. And the only reason I wanted to mention that was because the, because it's been quite a version whiplash between my old save and the current one. Because oh. I didn't think it was going to be as different as it was in this new in the most recent update when they did quite a lot of UI changes and UX changes. Mm. I didn't think it would. It, I was looking at the things that they added, and I was like, "Oh, that doesn't seem that vital." But when you actually play it, I'm like, "Man, this is." I, ha- I go back to the old save, and it's like. This is so inconvenient because <laughs> the main things are like they've added the ability to basically copy paste and like cut paste, right? Where you can just you just you know hit Control C and then drag over a section of your factory and it puts it in a cursor and you just paste it down and your wow. robots do it. Oh and it's like God. holy shit, that is so convenient and you it's don't realize you can go back. <laughs> that is so not a gamey thing to do, is it? Copy paste. <laughs> Because it's like not like in the old version when you want to essentially do that, you're like, okay, you open the blueprint library, you get an empty blueprint, you put the stuff you want into the empty blueprint, then you put that blueprint down, then you pick up the deconstruction planner, then you highlight the bit that you've just put into the blueprint so it gets deconstructed, then you pick up the blueprint again, then you paste that blueprint, and then because you probably wow. don't want that blueprint, you then have to open the blueprint and hit the delete button, and then it goes away. And it's like, oh God, you can do it, but that's so much less convenient than just hit the button and having it do it. <laughs> That was said so fast. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot of steps. Like, That's a lot of steps. <laughs> but yeah, stuff like that is just like, you, once you've played with it, you're like, when you go back, it's just like, how did I even survive in this <laughs> inconvenient situation that I was in before? And then there's, you know, other stuff that even... There's like less important but also convenient where it's just like, now you just have a button on your hotbar to turn on and off your, like, your personal robots. <laughs> so. Previously, you'd like open your inventory screen, open your armor, pull out the roboports, and that would be essentially turning it off. Now you just have a button. Just hit that button and the roboports turn off and you're good. Or turn off and turn on and off your exoskeleton legs so you don't move as fast when you need to position yourself accurately. <laughs> Rather than having to open the armor and take them off. Sounds a bit Deus Exy for a second there. Turn off my robo legs. Yeah, turn off your robo legs. So yeah, you, you like it's at the time it seemed like features that you wouldn't care about, but then once you have them, you're like, holy shit, this is just so great. I can't, I can't go back. <laughs> Two point has a copy paste. 
Yeah, it surprisingly. does. A duplicate. Yeah. yeah. Kind of helpful considering how many GPs offices you need. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> You've got a queue of nine people outside a GP's office. Throw down another one. You've got a queue of nine people in front of that new GP office. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah, okay, that was just I just played more Factory in both versions. All dandy. Finishing that, <laughs> never finishing that C block. Right? <laughs> finishing, but never finishing. The new version of that C block save has been way more efficient, as would it be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you knew what you were doing this time. Yes, although I've definitely reached the point where I'm considering whether I need to actually like import blueprints from the previous version because some of the stuff will still work. And it's like I could re like redesign it maybe and make it better, but it was all it was probably good enough in the previous version. So maybe I could just go and literally take the blueprints out of that game because you can export blueprints as a as a string, so you could just get a clipboard of a jumble of letters, paste that into the blueprint interface, and it will just recreate that blueprint, which may work between the different versions to some extent because mostly the same items, I guess. But we'll see whether I need to do that or whether I just build them again better. Because that's what you do. Build them again better. That's what, that sounds like... Is it SW1, that show about the BBC? <laughs> yeah. I think I may have made this joke before. I think you may have. Yeah, where it's just like the, the catchphrase they use is do more... do more with less better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do more with less better. <laughs> now, I feel like this has been another period of just like looking at things and thinking about playing them but not actually getting around to starting and doing it I feel like there was at least one more thing but I've definitely forgotten it you know that tells you how much yeah, I, I may have played of it I don't remember seeing you do anything else on your Steam list the last couple of weeks no I mean I guess I did some? I did like one more run of Crypt of the Necron Answer at some point. <laughs> yeah, I did. A, had a brief go back <laughs> after we did that video. I was like, "Well, oh, maybe I can get good at this again." Played a couple of goes, and was like, "No, I really can't." <laughs> <laughs> I still, still haven't got round to reinstalling Space Engineers, so I can see what that the version one of that version is like. one is. Yeah. <laughs> Although, again, that's been a situation of. Hard this space. Oh, fucking got an update for Dirt Rally 2 waiting because I turned off auto updates because of the whole disk space situation. Because it needs 30 gigs. Yeah. And I'm like, it's waiting there. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> but it's not only that it now, now I know how much disk space I have to free up for it, it's also that like it's going to take such a fucking long time. Then they release one of the old stages. Yeah, Monaco yeah. is definitely in there. Mm. I've seen screenshots of it for sure. It's like, I'd like to go back to that, but that, now it's not just inconvenient to me for having to get the wheel out, it's inconvenient to me for having to do this fucking patch process. <laughs> drive. Damn you, video games. Buy drive. You've probably got plenty of spare starter points. I don't want to buy new shit for this old PC, though. Yeah, you can just do what I do and move the drive to the new one when you're done. Yeah, I could. Although, uh, again, this is me kind of automatically screwing myself where it's just like, I'm good. It's going to be a nightmare with all my partitions because <laughs> drive letter assignment is probably going to be real annoying. And like, who knows what Windows will even think of this third drive? And even if I did get a third drive, like, 
do you want just want to get a regular drive or do you actually want to get an SSD at yeah, this point? I, I still don't know because like I've I've got my NAS drive, I suppose, for like mass storage, but I use and it makes sense for some of the it doesn't really make a huge amount of difference for the video stuff for me to run it off SSDs at this point, but because processing time is actually important yeah. rather than drive speed. So I don't know, really. I guess like it's it's like SSDs, I, SSDs are still notably more expensive. Yes. Yeah. It's like I don't have an SSD in that regime, but then what I really need is space. <laughs> so it's like that kind of makes it not worth getting. Actually, I don't run most of my stuff. I have got an SSD as my OS drive in this PC, but I don't run most things off it. It's like okay, yeah, I ran Forza off it, I think, mm. and mainly because that initial load is incredibly long. <laughs> yes, even with an SSD, it's incredibly long initial load. Um, but it hasn't bothered me too much on PC as much as loading times on consoles still bother me periodically. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things, like, I heard it, like, people seem to not remember what the start of this generation of consoles was like. Like, I remember when the, when the Xbox One first came out, loading times were appalling, like right. some of those early games. They're just, they are really, really long. Like even Master Chief Collection at times running Halo 2 Anniversary. Those are kind of long at times mm. for something that managed to almost insta-load back in the day. Yeah. Um, uh, and there's, they, they were not, but like, I've heard people look back and go, yeah, oh man, yeah, loading times, the new gens are great, aren't they? Because, you know, loading times are faster and these like, things are, no. it's, like, it's like, no, no, they're not. Like the, the, the transition to the next gen, you're always going to get a bit of, something's going to step back a bit at the moment. And you still have to download like 20 gigs of day one patch anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so you done? Yeah, I guess so. It was a weird two weeks. As it often is, somehow. <laughs> that was a weird two weeks. What are you doing, Dan? Uh, also, not much. <laughs> I haven't been done. even... You finished big... Spider-Man yet? No, I haven't finished it. I need to, ah. get, I need to get back to it. Because um, I'm probably going to go. I reckon I'm going to play the DLC like these next, the, the next two weeks. Yeah, you may as well go for it. Yeah, um, yeah, you'll have to talk about it in a non-spoilery way. <laughs> of course. Well, I, I, I don't think the DLC is necessarily post-game. If you know no, what I mean, they're kind of no. side stories. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. No, it's. I don't know. Just been dizzy, I guess. <laughs> I keep writing down, oh, I need to I need to get back to Spider Man and then cancelling it because I've got to go and do something else. Uh, cancel the Spider Man. Yeah, cancel the Spider Man. Uh on a weeknight all the time. So but... Cancel the Spider Man. We need to mocap everything I'm doing for yeah, launch. Indeed. <laughs> but hopefully it will clear up a bit more. Although um it might come your way for Easter times, but that's yeah, not boy. for another. Po- it's not for another podcast, is it? So, <laughs> uh, it's next podcast. It's next podcast. Oh, okay. Well, let's see. That is the. Uh, well, that was the plan. Right? Anyway, we'll talk about that off air. But anyway, we'll have Dan, have Dan in the house for a podcast soon. Indeed. So that should be good. So yeah, there aren't even any things I'm planning on playing apart from maybe trying that dangerous driving. <laughs> um, you got me intrigued actually because I didn't realize that's. I can't believe that, how much that, it is that, burnout that, that quite three. So. Yeah. I mean, it depends how it actually feels, but it looks like good enough for a fix. Which is the, thing, just like... the thing is, is, I've had a very similar fix through my love of Onrush. 
right like yeah it's it's not it's not the same thing but there's a lot of shared dna there i think yeah fair um, so like whether or not i've got the I've got the urge quite yet although in fairness i probably still do because a bit of me still occasionally goes yeah but i could go for some on rush right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so maybe i will be fine with this yeah so i will see what that's about then cool <clears throat> i don't know what's next after spider-man it's an interesting question well when are the next big Sony games coming? Like, Ghost of Tsushima can't be far away, right? Well, Sekiro is the big one right now, right? Like, Sekiro is the big one right now, and supposedly and... it's, like, one of From's best. Yeah. Like... I mean, I have to say I'm sort of intrigued by that. Especially, I like the idea of um, it looks of more the stance thing. Any... Yeah. Yeah, it, this this game looks... Sekiro looks a lot more me than any of the other stuff they've done. Yeah, I would like, say. When I was edging towards Bloodborne. But then again, mm. like... I've had that thought process. God of War has made me have that thought process. Is would I actually have like my like hatred of them may have Mike. shifted? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm not. It's like, like the just, accessible always, one. <laughs> yeah, it? they've they've always looked like a game I would really not enjoy. I think that now it's going to be. I might. I think I think you actually would. I think it would be super harsh, like uh, to begin with. But because you've done God of War, you're like, well, I know, I know it's going to get good once I get good yeah or whatever of course there's also dev may cry for you isn't there that's supposed yeah. to be really good right? dev may cry 5 is supposed to be a good so there's actually tons of stuff out <laughs> yeah for, for for playstation they're still on a roll uh but i don't know if it's necessarily for me but um uh, yeah uh i guess there's stuff coming up I yeah mean, well you've got yeah ghost of tsushima is the big one last of us 2 is this year as well Right, yeah. Well, well really, I should year. play through The Last of Us yeah. 1. I never played through it fully. Oh, didn't you? Oh. Not fully, no. Because I didn't have a PlayStation at the time. I got the uh, remastered, but I didn't get Oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't get through it, so... Uh, and that's, you know, not an easy one. No, it's not. It's a hard... It's a. It's one of those games that I love more for its story than I do its actual game. Yeah. It's like the what the, the 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 world and the characterization is pure naughty dog and is and is really yeah. very good. But it's the it's uh, I don't some I mean it's a stealth game right at its heart and like that's where I'm not very good. I think actually the the game I need to go back to and and really go through is actually The Witness. <laughs> oh right, hell yeah. yeah! I need to do that. So <laughs> that might be that might be it after after Spider Man. Twenty seventeen game of the year. <laughs> oh yeah, I still Hell's love yet. that conversation of that, that that game of the go and listen to that get the end of that game of the year. That was so good. <laughs> Where's that? Like was, fuck you guys, like, witness, and it's like oh, yeah, yeah, we're like oh yeah, <laughs> trolled us good. did see an article come up on Kotaku that said you don't have to play The Witness. And I'm like... Well, I've seen several like YouTube videos with that exact title as well. What's that about? Where's this suddenly come from? Yeah, where's this come from? Why not? And You like, should play The Witness. The Witness is great. No one's trying to force you to play it, are they? <laughs> I, I don't get it. Yeah, what's this about? Yeah, I don't remember what the, what the actual context of that idea is. It's just like... Not, is it like the wire of video games where everyone tells you you need to watch it? Well, maybe <laughs> Game of Thrones, but also just like the—I guess the idea is that you can just watch it if you don't care about solving puzzles because there's nothing else there. It's so like 
all it is is solving the puzzles. And if you're not really interested in solving the puzzles, you may as well just watch someone play it, and then they can tell you what's what they what the you know how they're interpreting the world and the puzzles. Mm. I guess yeah, that's really it's weird though, isn't it? It's like why would you play the witness at all? Like be even remotely interested in it? I mean, yeah, there's there's not a huge amount on the philosophy side in there, right? It's not. <laughs> And yet, other even that, that cra- of it still pisses people off. Other than that crazy double ending. But... Yeah, well, yeah. The whole end, the end, end. The end, end. The end of the end. And Rob, you don't need to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, I don't really. But you no. do need to watch <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road, you maniac. We need, yeah, we need to, like, I can't can you save that for Easter? It. Yeah. Have, have you seen it? Well, no. But, okay. but you're the one who watches movies, and that was one that was like a surprisingly good one. Whereas yeah, normally you watch fucking anything. <laughs> we, can we watch that watch at Easter? Anything. Can you get that? Can we? Get, I'll, I'll bring it or something. I'll get it on yeah, we'll, Blu-ray we'll, or something. We'll, we'll sort that out. Okay, that would be killer. Okay. There's probably a really good version of it on Prime for rent or something. Yeah, like probably. That. I did notice that a copy of Solo has been in my house recently. Is there? Yeah. So maybe we'll get another Star Wars review from me. Is it a Blu-ray, though? I don't think it is. It's a DVD. I think it might be. Suck ass. (laughs) I mean, it doesn't deserve much more than a DVD. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not not watching it. I can't can't lower myself to it. I watch it on my computer, so (laughs) it doesn't bother me. Looks like any other video thing on my screen. You're wrong. (laughs) Thing about that is, if you go in with low expectations, it's pretty fun. Oh well, yeah, I'm sure I'll enjoy it because I enjoy yeah. all kinds of crap. But yeah. <laughs> got that Avengers. Oh man, the Avengers. Captain Marvel was good, by the way. I think no one else has seen it. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. it. There we go. It was, it was, it was, it was good. I mostly it's by the liked, numbers. But... Yeah, it was by the numbers. But I, I mostly liked the Sam Jackson running around pretending to be young Sam Jackson. I thought that he was really good in it. That, that was yeah. The best bit I mean, of it was, was the buddy situation with those two running around like being spies yeah it was good. i mean it was just good just to have a good sam jackson film again right yeah yeah so that was that was the best part i was disappointed i felt like the trailers were a fake out where they were gonna be flying around top gun style in f-15s and that never happened no the, all the shots of them in the air force planes were in the trailer i think pretty much yeah and i was like come on i wanted top gun <laughs> but yeah, no it's not that it's yeah, not that but yeah, you're it was, not going to get your goose moment, although you are. Well, they named the cat goose, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know that's so good. Well, apparently the cat in the comic is named Chewbacca. Um, no, it's slightly less good. Yeah, I mean they could have got away with it actually because Disney, but yeah, that's true. I think they didn't want to mix. I don't think they want the Star Wars to be in the MCU, which kind of makes sense. But not even as a reference. Yeah, I don't think that has happened. Although I did chuckle when they when she picked up the right brother, the, the right stuff as the movie in the blockbuster that she fell into. <laughs> right, and it's like, oh, that's quite good. Um, but yeah, and there were, although I felt like the '90s references, some of them landed and some of them didn't. I really didn't think that the um, the no doubt actually worked. You know, the I'm just a girl I'm over just a the girl. over that fight oh, okay. sequence. It didn't really yeah. go to get uh, together very well. It was a bit gratuitous and like come as you are when she goes to meet the Oh baddie. yeah, that that, like... that that was the one that actually I thought was I mean was spoilers, like, but you know, that really? was the one I thought yeah, I, that one didn't work for me. There um, were a few that didn't land, yeah. I mean, there was some garbage in there, so you know. Yeah, that was good. Released. That 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 was good. Yeah. 
I mean, it was interesting that they did a 90s thing. I mean, they've already, like, yeah. milked the 80s with the Guardians of the Galaxy quite a lot. So it's, like, you know, they needed to do something different. It is weird now we're old and, like, that's and all the music and that is like, hey, I like all this stuff. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, like, this, was, a, this was a good era. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well. They had Elastica, didn't they? That some, some of it was good, yeah. <laughs> the, the, um... Uh, that Alaska song that was used as the trigger happy TV theme. <laughs> oh, ba, 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 and she's ba, like, ba. I'm going to steal a motorcycle because <laughs> you're a douche. Like, okay. <laughs> I guess you're a bike thief. <laughs> I am a bike thief. No, there was no, um, there was no freeze pop in there. <laughs> no. I forgot about that song. <laughs> I am a bike thief. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then end game. Um, in a couple of so weeks. Excited. Right? So excited. Everyone is. They better resolve getting... it in an interesting way. Get your excitement out of the way so you can get preparing for Sonic. I'm oh. so excited <laughs> in a different way. <laughs> I want there to be a Sonic trailer ahead of Endgame. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> of course, what there actually will be is potentially a Star Wars trailer. Um, mm. We shall see. Mm. Can JJ Abrams pull together that crap, that kind of butt situation? Yep. <laughs> I mean, he's I good at beginnings, up... not good at endings. So, I did end up seeing that last um, Detective Pikachu trailer as well. Mm. Oh right, yeah. It looks really good. <laughs> it could. I mean, it's gonna be fun. It's not gonna be great, but it'll be good. It's, it's for is, kids. Is this, right? is this, is this, is this the turnaround of the video game movie we've all been waiting for? Probably it could be. Cyber. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It'd be lucky to be anywhere close to something like a Lego movie, but I don't know. Has any of the stuff we've seen of Sonic been official, though? Right? It's all been leaked, hasn't it? Like, there's nothing, yeah, nothing has actually got it. come out directly. So this all could just be a giant fake out. Yeah, it could be, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's no chance that's going to be good. in a Sonic costume putting that into a trash bag and then putting it in a bin. Yeah. Like, no, that wasn't real at all. That would be really funny. And then <laughs> Inception. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, then, yeah. Sonic Boom Inception jokes. So, speaking of Sonic, we can wrap up this podcast by saying what the next video will be. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, what's the next video going to be on Happy Salad's YouTube channel? YouTube channel. We're playing Sonic Forces. <laughs> oh, God. Please. We're going God. into. We're wow. going into it blind. We're going into it with heavy analysis. Did you buy heavy this? Analysis. <laughs> How much did you spend on it? I don't it was, know. If it was I, a gift. I don't know. If, oh, yeah, right. I, I, I still haven't figured it out. I, I either bought it or I got given it. One of the two. But <laughs> okay. yes, prepare for us to intricately scrutinise various things about <laughs> Sonic. I mean, <laughs> at this point, you've done it near most games in the series, bad games included, right? Yeah, most. Well, there's still a lot of Sonic games we haven't done yet. There's, well, still, there's loads. We haven't done Sonic Adventure 2. We haven't done... I forget now. There's so many. We haven't done Sonic 06, but that's because it's on a console and that's a bit awkward. Yeah. There's no emulation for that. So You, you know. could do Sonic 06 if you had the technology. There are ways and means by which we could do that. We've got to get through Sonic Force. <laughs> and I don't think I want to do Sonic 06. Like, even even as a complete, from like, let's do all the Sonics. It's like that one, I think, with, like, it's been done. Right. Everyone else has done. done it. And it's Everyone done it knows how bad I don't think that stopped right. us making a video of anything else ever again. Well, no, but, like, we couldn't improve upon it. Well, we'll have to wait until 
2026. Then we can do it for an anniversary. Oh, God. <laughs> there we go. It is also, like Half Life. It is also just that bad. Well, yes. <laughs> there isn't a lot of like redeeming features about Sonic 06. No. Tell you what, I played Although today. Plenty of stuff to make fun of, which is no. kind of the point of a video. Yes. I'm trying to think you, of you games like that, like, that we like that no one knows about because that's all. Like Drago, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like that. That's the classic. It's like you've got to find stuff that like we weirdly liked, like or New York Race, like yeah, um, yeah, and stuff like that. I found today because I was randomly googling for the existence of the UK version of You Don't Know Jack from 1995 because it seems right, to yeah. have disappeared yeah, yeah. off the internet. But somebody has like tried to liked it so much that they've tried to sort of make a full version of it working in a web browser, and it actually works. Oh, wow. It's like ydkj.co.uk or something. Uh, Amazing. Uh, and it mostly works, like the game, mostly. the main elements of it. He, he's going through and he's got the, like a big warning message saying, like, uh, I don't own the copyright for this, but still, and no one seems to have messed it up yet. And um, it is that game. And I hadn't realized that Jack Cake was Paul K. Uh, oh, right. AKA huh. Dennis Penis. Yeah. Um, oh, amazing. Yeah. Because I was thinking, who wrote all those jokes? There's like 500 questions in that on that CD-ROM. Like, who wrote the UK version of You Don't Know Jack? Like, it's really well done. It's, it's still, well done. Yeah. yeah. I, d- I think what reminded me of it. Was... Yeah, we yeah. always did. Like, but it, we just never could get it running properly. Like, even through VMs. Because you, have through, you, like, you got DNA. the disc, or yeah, but you can't. Apparently, the installer doesn't even run, right? Yeah. Well, we we got it. We we got it to that point. Right, We're like we got it installed, but we just like in, on on various VMs, but we couldn't actually get it to. We got it to run, but it like the audio just yeah, desyncs and slips right. all over the place. It's, it's like yeah, there's some technical issues that just make it un unusable. Well, maybe it'd be worth just giving this weird web version a try because it worked surprisingly well when I tried it. I was like, this is actually the game. Um, it's a real shame they never made any more UK ones. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, well, that was don't... like yeah. Don't get me wrong. That PS3, you don't know, Jack, is still really good. Really good. Yeah. Um, even if it is, you know, Americanized and all that stuff, and there is the occasional question where we're just like, "Sorry, what?" <laughs> because of it. But it's that you that yeah, there you are, that UK one is something special. The the reason I thought about it today was because because I was watching some news or something or some uh, I saw some Twitter a, a a clip from Channel Four News where Krishnan Guru Murphy was interviewing. John Redwood, you know that awful Tory, uh, and and right. who claimed that like um, the majority of people in the UK are cool with a no deal Brexit, and he's like, no, that's a lie, <laughs> uh, and he's like, where did you get that from? He's like, well, some polling, and he's like, no, that's not true. <laughs> he just kept saying it's not true, which it isn't. <laughs> uh, but I remember there being a question involving. John Redwood back in 1995 <laughs> on the because yeah because it was like a ref it was like a question about vulcanization and it was a combined Star Trek and <laughs> and something to do with and they said he was like a hardline rubber politician or something so it's like I can't remember oh, the connection right. between John okay. Redwood and 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 so I was trying oh. to Google it of course I couldn't find it but. Uh... But I did find a playable version. If you don't know Jack UK on the web, crisp green sheets. Crisp green sheets. Uh, get a thousand for this one because it's a little bit easy. Eleven minus one plus two minus one. It's eleven. <laughs> yeah, all of that is there. 
yeah. So yeah, check that out, and then check out our YouTube channel for Sonic Forces, and um, we'll be back in another couple of weeks uh, at Easter, I guess, for yep. another Salacast. Salacastio, indeed. <laughs> another successful Bye. ending. <laughs>